Vernon, Vernon, the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to vernonheating.com. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for the 44th episode of the Podmonts Podcast. I am your host, Char Char J, joined in by my co-host, Luke. How's it going, everybody? Hope everyone's having a great day so far. And we are very excited to cover Season 4, Episodes 15, 16, 17, and 18, a.k.a. the Obi-Wan Undercover Arc. We got a big panel of guests here, and I am excited to cover it with everyone that will be here. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Luke, are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited, especially with everything, especially with us talking about Kenobi and mm-hmm. and 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 this being a, an Obi Wan Obi Wan centered arc. I think it's I think it's fitting. Yes, and we got a lot of news covering after today's episode, especially news that dropped today. So yep, uh, absolutely, grab a snack, uh, grab a drink, and just watch us do our thing. I guess. <laughs> All right, let's go. And we're back. All right. So what I usually do is I bring in the returning guests first and the new guests last. All right. So the first guest we'll be bringing in, he is a he is um, a regular on the Pod Once podcast. And um, check my audio one second. I'm having a microphone issue again. Um, I'll drop out once I get the guests in and then oh, fix yeah. that. Go ahead. All right. So the first guest today is none other than Harith at Harith Productions. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How's it going, Harith? It's going good. Again, I feel like I've been on poo frequently. I was on Zygerian Slaver. It took a week break, and now I'm back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Harith, where can the good people follow you on, on the social medias? Well, you can find me at Harith Productions on TikTok and on the They Fly Now show on YouTube every Monday. All right, yeah. I got my I got my audio fixed. All right, okay. good, uh, good, 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 good. Now yeah. you don't sound like, like it was connected to my distant. PlayStation. That's why. Ah, uh, all right. I thought it was like your webcam mic for a second. I was like, I was it like, was, it was. If it's not plugged in or it's not working, it goes to my webcam microphone, and I'm like, it's, I don't know. But anyways, moving on to the second guest of today's show, he is a returning guest of the Pod Ones podcast. He was actually he brought it. He brought Luke and I onto his podcast a few months ago. Yes. Uh, and we were just talking about everything Star Wars. So uh, let me bring in Brendan at Cloud City uh, Cloud City Conversations. I about to say I was about to say Cloud City Pod, but Cloud City Conversations. Hey, it's all the same. It's all the same, yeah. pretty much. But uh, uh, thanks for having me back on, guys. No, yeah, absolutely. It's always a fun time talking to you. Um, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Cloud City Pod on Instagram. You guys can find me on Cloud City Cons on Twitter and TikTok at Brendan's Cloud City Brendan. There you go. There you go. Thanks for being on. We appreciate it. All right. And then our third guests, we have four guests today, by the way. Our third guest is another returner to the Pod Ones podcast. He has had a long stretch of time where he's been on different Clone Wars arcs, and he's a very good good friend of ours. Um, yes. I'm excited to reintroduce Malik, a.k.a. at the Jedi Smark. 
Hi. I tried to grab my Stormtrooper helmet, but it fell. So I wasn't able to grab it. <laughs> <laughs> it made it be funny, but like, you know, I tried. But hi. So happy to be back. So happy to be amongst all your faces and with familiar and even a new face here and there. But yeah, I'm very excited to talk about one of my favorite Clone Wars arcs of all time. Yes, Malik. Malik. And, and, and there's there was a running joke for a while there that Malik was going to was going to replace Char. And 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 in seriousness, there was a chance where I was like, if I had to st- if I had to choose somebody, it would be Malik, because Malik brings that energy. Yeah, and I appreciate I, it I, every I, day. Yeah, a, a stormtrooper helmet falling off of the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Malik, where can the good people follow you on social media? Oh God, where can they follow me? Into the black abyss, probably. Uh, no, <laughs> they can follow me on TikTok at, at the Jedi Smart, uh, Twitter as well, Jedi Smart, and that's probably going to be. I also have a podcast, Hot Podcast, yes. that's yes. on Spotify and all that, uh, wherever you else you get your podcasts. Absolutely, go check it out. It's really, really fun. It's him and his co-host Tyler talking about pop culture and and weird stuff like e- the emu uh uh versus australia war when the emu war one of the greatest <laughs> yeah, conflicts yes. in, in all of the world history Incredible. i love the best i love that episode that's like a top five episode for me i love that one so much but um yeah thanks again malik for coming back on appreciate it all right and then our fourth and final guest he is this is his first appearance to the pod ones podcast i'm excited to be able to talk with him today and uh it is todd at the Black Squadron podcast. Hey guys, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. Happy to be here. Ready to talk some Obi Wan? Oh, I was born ready to talk Obi Wan because of Obi Wan. Because of Obi Wan. <laughs> That's the whole reason we're here, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've been thirsting over Obi Wan for the last like couple of weeks with all this press. So <laughs> yeah, last absolutely. couple of weeks, like come on, like pump That's those me, numbers. All right, up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Last I've couple been, of years. I've been I've been thirsting over uh, Obi Wan since the Kenobi show got announced. Let's be real. <laughs> like, come on now. Um, but where can the good people follow you on the social medias, Todd? So people can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Todd Knows Best. And it's knows like the one on your face. Um, and then they can also find me talking Star Wars with my co-hosts BP and Mari on the Black Squadron podcast. And that drops usually every Wednesday and we talk Star Wars news. Usually a lot of Star Wars toy news because we're pretty big collectors. And nice. it was a running joke that we have a Star Wars spending problem. So if you want to <laughs> know all kinds of Star Wars fun toy news or just vent about how much uh, Star Wars toys cost, you can, you can find us talking about that over there. So, question: Do you yeah. have? Did you pre-order the uh, new Vader helmet? I haven't yet. No, that one I haven't pulled. The that was the first on. thing I did. That's the first thing I did. I've, I've got. I think I've got over like fifty pre-orders right now. So, Jeez, <laughs> wow! Between TVC, Hot Toys, Black Series, I mean, I've got, I've got my fingers in everything. So, maybe you can answer this question for me now. Why is it so hard to find a Kylo Ren helmet like anywhere? <laughs> Like the like, old Black Series one? Yeah, it's like impossible to find now. It's, it's just older. So uh, because it's older, they don't make them anymore, really. So yeah. you can only find them secondary market, which Jeez. always means jacked up prices. Yeah, Are you? Are, did they ever come out with a Rise of Skywalker one? Design? Not not for Black Series, I don't think. They really didn't have much Rise of Skywalker merch aside from um, the Ray Skywalker Saber that was announced a couple I, months ago. That came I out think- a couple months ago. I think Kylo has a saber as well, where it's marked as Supreme Leader. And he has like the red mask, but it's like it's just the same lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, though, my younger brother, uh, he got the um, the typical like Velcro strap around the head mask, but it is it's the Rise of Skywalker Kylo Ren mask. So I'm like, that, that's something. I mean, yeah. 
a little something. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Luke, are you gonna? So, I want you to go ahead and give everyone the icebreaker question. Okay. So this is for everybody here and everybody in the chat. Uh, the icebreaker question is: since we're talking about bounty hunters and pulling off jobs, uh, if you had to pull a job with five bounty hunters, who would you choose and why? Um, and I'll start with Todd since he's the new guy. You want to just run through all five of them or go one at a time? No, yeah, go all five. All right. So first off, Jango Fett, because I'm a massive prequel fan, Attack of the Clones. I love it. It's 20th anniversary. So you got to show some love to, to the prequels, but also Jango Fett's like the OG. I mean, obviously Boba Fett's the OG OG, but Jango's the second OG. Um, as a kid, that was what I loved. Plus he can just do everything. Uh, he's, he kind of runs runs the jobs as he needs to. So Jango Fett's first, Embo second, because Embo's probably the coolest Clone Wars bounty hunter that we've ever gotten, and he's a great bounty hunter. Uh, Baylor Valance, because he's a walking Terminator. Blacker Santin, because we all saw what, yes. San- what Santi can do, and and I am all aboard the Blacker Santin train. And then finally, my boy Dinjarin, just because I have a massive Mando problem. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Malik, same question. Oh boy. Um, so Dengar, he's my favorite bounty hunter. And uh, I feel like it, the plan may go crap, but gap some laughs. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bosk as well, because I, I do like Bosk and Dengar together. Um, Mercurial Swift from the Aftermath trilogy. Cause I actually, Ooh, that's I, cool. Yeah. Like I, it. I thought he was really, I thought he looked so dope with the batons. Like, I, like, mm-hmm. I thought, no, we need a baton guy. Um, and anyone else? Uh, I'm a cheat. And say Asajj Ventures because she was technically a bounty uh, hunter. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'll give it to you. And then Cad Vane. So because I feel like I have the ultra competence to make up for Dengar and Neville messing it up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I like that. That's a good that's a good roster. Uh Brendan. So I have to kick it off with Boss because he's the lizard boy. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I'm gonna go Boba Fett, Dinjarin. Let's throw in Embo. Okay. And look, Embo's gonna be a popular answer. <laughs> yeah. I love Embo. I mean, he's just French Dave Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> With a bigger I cowboy mean, hat. Yeah. yeah. But uh let's throw in Fennec. Oh, okay. Like that. All right. Uh Harith. I'll go with the, the generic Din, Boba, uh, Cad Bane, Dirge, and Finnick Shand. Dirge. I thought about Dirge, but I'm like, <laughs> do I want to pull from Legends? Well, he's canon. Technically, he's canon. He's in oh, the I War of the Bounty that. Hunters. Uh, right. uh, he's in the yeah. War of the Bounty Hunters. So that's not a bad... Harris, we can't hardly see your face because you're covering <laughs> it. <laughs> um, Char, real quick, you're, you're five. Uh, I don't know if we're able to do this, but Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. Uh, is that allowed? No. Is that just five clones? Or... Yeah, it's just five, literally just five clones. You just, just, just say you want the Domino Squad and move on. Um, no, but I would say mine would be Boba Fett, of course. I would go with IG-11 and IG-88 because I feel like their dynamic would be pretty funny. Uh, I'll go with Forlom and Zuckus. We'll go Boba Ooh, Fett and then the, the two IG units and in, in the group. Yeah. Yeah. I would go Bosk, Dangar, Embo, Black Chrysanthemum, and then Boba Fett. I thought you were about to leave out Boba Fett there. I'm like, no, why would I leave that? <laughs> Dude, I, honestly, I should have started off with Santo because I am a Wookiee guy. 
I love the Wookiees. So. I I still remember vividly when we were watching that finale oh! of Boba Fett when was Santo great. was like crawling or like he's like limping back to the I was like the, the Freetown no! uh, freighter. Yeah, and then when Boba Fett was like, "Come out there," and I was like, "My guy saved your guy, Luke. Let's yeah. go!" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Santo is becoming one of, one of my favorite. I'll give you characters a nice long in the back to tank. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, let's get into the first episode. Char, plot summary. All right, so the plot summary for today's episode. You right. don't have to do Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, I you know. could if you wanted to, but so, yeah, if if you, if you weren't aware, um, the past few episodes I've been reading the plot summaries in Gilbert Gottfried's voice, and that was a it was not very fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad fun. I've missed this though. I'm okay. Now you have to do if, it. If you, you do the first one. Yes, 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 yes. At least yes. one of first one. Do the first one. Do the first one. Is the first one long? No, it's not. Okay, then All do right. it in that one. Fine, the first one only. Okay, ready? <laughs> Season four, episode 15, Deception. Here All we right. Go. A terrorist threat! Moralo Evol, mastermind of the Separatist. Headphone users beware. All right, ready? A terrorist threat. Moralo Evol, mastermind of a Separatist plot to kidnap Chancellor Palpatine, has been captured by Republic forces. But even with the criminal behind bars, rumors swirl in the underworld of Coruscant that Morello's plot has been set in motion. With, preview, with precious time running out, the Jedi Council hatches their own plot to keep the Chancellor safe. Man, that was pretty bad, but whatever. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it again. You're not. You don't have to do it again. But wow. it's all... see. I see. See. I feel like it only works when I like when I like speak really loud. But like, yeah. I do. I really want to like, dude, erupt my whole house. Oh, oh I love it. That... When you randomly oh, started doing it during Zachary's life, I'm so thrown off. No, I'm. Yeah, I'm... That was great. Anyways. Um... anyways. So, uh, the moral of the uh, episode is all warfare is based on deception. All right. So, the first question. Uh, what were your thoughts when you first saw the opening of this arc? We know Obi-Wan has, has, a plot, has plot armor, but what was your reaction? Open discussion. Hmm. I don't remember. I was so young when I watched this for the first time. I mean, I was literally, I, it's the most amazing. Say, I remember, I remember, I was watching. I was saying, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it's essentially like every person I've shown here? this episode to. I'm like, I'm like, this is a crazy episode. I love this arc. It's like one of my favorite arcs of all time. And they watch it, and they're like they, they're exactly it. What we know, he's not <laughs> dead, but like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's it's essentially it. It's like a random <laughs> sniper got him. Like, uh, I just imagine like there's a kid tuning into the Cartoon Network. He hasn't seen Revenge of the Sith, and he's just like Obi Wan is his favorite Jedi. And he watches and just sees Obi Wan fall. He's like, no. Yeah, it's the multiverse of madness. Oh, Clone Wars is just a multiverse. Yeah. Don't don't get me started on that. Floniverse. <laughs> I'm kidding. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just no, a clone no, no. of Obi Wan moving forward. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No. I I I think it's an interesting. Like, cause he does have plot armor. 
like we all know that he survives. He's supposed to survive throughout um, the Clone Wars. But I, I think it's an interesting way to kind of kick off like an episode, especially this deep into the Clone Wars. Um, and it also kind of uh, I, I think we got a question later about this, but I, I think it brings into the question about what how far the Jedi Council is willing to to go. I think that's the biggest part in this whole entire arc. Really, your disciple. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, yeah. That, well, that, that too, as well. Like this. Like this is yeah. like the beginning of them being more extreme about what they are willing to do. They're getting desperate. They, they want to. Yeah, they are very, getting very. Yeah, they're absolutely getting very desperate. Todd, your thoughts? Oh, it's like so. The whole idea is like they're compromising their own morals. The more this war goes on, I was looking back on this episode. It's interesting that they chose to do Obi Wan as the one going undercover rather than someone like Quinn Lavas because we know yes. Quinn Lavas is like the OG spy Jedi. Mm-hmm. so it's it's interesting that they a went to such extremes to fake his death rather than just having him like do the whole make shit or change his face and everything how long was neil armstrong actually on the moon when did europe start speaking english did marco polo really go to china curiosity stream is the streaming service for all things history plus science wildlife and more what's the real story behind the mona lisa we've got that what caused the collapse of rome we know where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Um, and take on a new persona, like actually go to the, the extremes of faking his own death is, is I, I guess, a way that they really show how far the Jedi Council is strained from their original um, directive and, and kind of guidance. Oh, Yeah. Anybody else got thoughts? I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to say uh, this, the higher public has added to this because in the higher public comic, they did this exact same thing. Right. Not the faking the death bit, but like sending a Jedi undercover and it failed. So like, it mm-hmm. has me curious. Like, wow, like, did they look back on that and think like, huh, like maybe we should like try that again and do it right this time. You know, like it's just like, it's so interesting to me to see like Jedi are literally repeating the mistakes that they made literally 200 years ago you know yeah absolutely it, and it makes sense because history is bound to repeat itself if we don't learn from it so that that's that's for sure and um the no, way yeah, like, go ahead. yoda like tells mace like we're going down a dark path like what are we doing here like you could tell like yoda was very much against this whole plan like from the start and mace is like no we have to do this no yeah. to, like win the war no yeah absolutely um so the second question uh it's it's based on it now we switch from obi-wan to anakin which is a very different after reading after reading brotherhood like this this arc this arc particularly like enhances like the relationship because they he mike chen builds on that relationship in this book and to watch this arc after reading the entire book it just gives you a different perspective but the question is, Anakin has a very powerful reaction to Obi-Wan's burial. How do you think uh, this affected him, especially after witnessing Qui-Gon's own funeral? So I want to jump off of the, the Brotherhood stuff. So, you know, a lot of Brotherhood is kind of elaborating on some of this baggage that Anakin carries with him. Yes. Um, and we see Anakin at a later stage in his, his life during the Clone Wars versus when we see him in Brotherhood. Um, yes. So it's it's interesting now looking looking back on this episode how he really internalizes a lot of that um 
pain and suffering that he's kind of gone through and a lot of those connections that he no longer has to people. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Harris? Well, it's like, like Ahsoka says, like when, like when he sees Obi-Wan's like fake body, Ahsoka turns to Plokin and goes, I haven't seen Anakin this tense ever. He hasn't even said a word since it happened. Because like Matt Lanter gives like a what hell of a performance with him screaming Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, like, like you could just hear the emotions just coming out of him and like pouring. It's just like this like scene direction alone is just absolutely incredible. Like watching Anakin just tense up with the Imperial March. Like he's so close to falling. Like it's just like a flick of a dime and he's gone. Uh Dark Side Divas made a really good uh, point. Shout out to Dark Side Divas by the Fantastic Podcast, where Chris, yeah. I think, said, um, uh, uh, they, uh, he said, um, at the funeral, that's not Anakin there. That's that's Vader right there at the funeral. And I'm like, oh shit. I mean, you can you can make that case. He, he's yeah. definitely you definitely see that part of Anakin come out quite often during the Clone Wars, especially later on in the Clone Wars. Um, so that that does make a whole lot of sense, uh, Brendan. Yeah, when it comes to like seeing Vader in the Clone Wars, I also think of like the Zygeria arc as well. Yes, like yes. there are numerous arcs that it's great. Matt Lantner does an incredible performance as Anakin, and especially in these latter half of the seasons. Um, but yeah, I, I think you guys covered most of it, and I don't have much to say. You guys covered it pretty good. No, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of it, it's just. Like, a lot of fans have this theory that, like, what if Obi-Wan died during the Clone Wars? What would Anakin's reaction be? Because I know that at the end of the uh, prequel trilogy, Padme dies. And Anakin has always had this guilt that, like, I want to have the power to save the people I love. And we see this with Obi-Wan and seeing his face with his hood up just, like, ah, it's... It's it gives you that that feeling like what if Obi-Wan died? And then you see how Anakin goes about his business after that, and it's it's different. He's spiraling out of control. I I think another aspect too that we're that I feel like we should probably talk about is the fact that like Obi-Wan says that like that they needed Anakin's reaction to sell it. He says, like, we and we need to keep it's my decision, we need to keep Anakin in the dark because his reaction is going to let it show like, oh snap, Obi-Wan's like actually dead, which is again like it's really messed up when you oh, yeah, realize yeah. that. Like, oh, wow. No, yeah, it is absolutely messed up. But, like, it, it, it is true. That's the best way to fool everybody is when it, when the person that is the closest to Obi-Wan is Anakin and he believes that he's dead. That's when they've really – that's when you know that they've done – like, like they like the – it's just strange to see how far the Jedi Council has, like, been like, screw it. We're just going to do whatever we want to get – to protect the things that we do, we love as well. Well, you see this in the prequel trilogy, too, when Obi-Wan tells Anakin to, quote-unquote, spy on the Chancellor. Yeah. And and Obi-Wan tells him that this assignment's not to be on record. And you, there's something similar to that that happens in Brotherhood, where it's like, don't don't tell this to the Council. Um, this is not, this is supposed to be confidential between you and me. Um, and it's, it's funny to see that happen in this with mm-hmm. Anakin being, um, like being told to abide by the council, but at the same time, Obi-Wan is working with the council behind Anakin's back. And it's like, it's a weird feeling that it's like, it's okay for Obi-Wan to do it. But when Anakin does it, it's, it's, it's weird. You know? No, yeah. I, I don't know. But like it's what Todd said, it's like, it's weird that Obi-Wan was the one that was put in this position. Mm. No. Yeah. Do we think like, and going back to the question, I guess like Qui Gon's like, how do we think that also built on 
like the emotions that Anakin is feeling at this time. Because it's got to be gut wrenching seeing another mentor that was supposed to like carry him through gone. Uh, not good. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I just it's 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 interesting to think about that because that is that is such a big important part of even Anakin's story, you know. Um, but yeah. I think another another thing I think I kind of like it's annoyed with me uh, with this arc is how they just kind of gloss over Satine. She's just kind of there yep. and crying, yeah, and she doesn't she's, she doesn't get a line. Like, come on. Yeah, that's bothered me as well. Because I mean, if you're reading Brotherhood at all, you know that Satine's on Obi Wan's mind a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <Quite> yes. <laughs> yes. Not absolutely. just subtle about it either. It's like. Even right a certain, there for you. even a certain dude with uh, oh, <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Hello, Jack. Yeah, I love Dexter Jester. Love that man. I would die for him. He might be my glup shitto now. No, I've changed my mind. <laughs> Dexter Jester Jester is my freaking glup shitto. I don't care. You cannot take that. Well, Luke, by the way, um, after Return of the Jedi, Dex's diner was closed permanently. So I know. That's so here. depressing. You say closed. It was abandoned, like ranch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's not it got no yeah, love. I said closed permanently. So, so honestly... Right. I, need, I need to talk to Pablo Hidalgo right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, like, here's the Get other thing. Get this retconned immediately. Yeah, yeah. So, like, here's the other thing. This is a missed opportunity by Disney. They could have put a Dexter Jest, uh, Jetster uh, um, diner in Batu. He could have just moved it to Batu. Like literally, it's like right instead of Oga's, make Dexter Jetster's uh, uh, cantina or whatever. Instead of a, like a like a nineteen fifties diner, it's like a nineteen seventies yes! diner, yes! just slightly updated. Oh, that would. And then every so time someone walks, cool. all he hears, "Well, what well, do you know?" What do you know? <laughs> So hey, someone hey, will be right with you. Well, 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 well. Someone asked, like, how oh much is the food going to cost? How deep are your pockets? <laughs> how big are pocket your pockets? Uh, or, like that... when, or like Flo just comes through and it's like, can I get you a, a cup of Java juice? Just like, it's an animatronic it a, pulling it up his pants every 30 seconds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She has a squeaky uh, wheel. No, it's literally a, it's literally hair, a cast member time. in like a bodysuit, and he's like he they they're like they emphasize you have to try to pull up your pants every five seconds, <laughs> or this bit's not gonna work. <laughs> God, I would hate for somebody to draw that. A cast member's like, God damn it, I'm okay. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> but no. <laughs> It's just it's it is it is really sad to see uh, like it, it you see all the emotions you see what uh, you you do see Vader a little bit in that in that moment and I think it's very very strong to see how this plays out the rest of the arc. Um, but the next question of this episode is Obi Wan and Yoda are are both aware that, of the fact that Anakin will eventually suspect feel or feel that something is wrong. What does this say about their trust in Anakin and what does it mean for this? Uh, uh, for this place amongst uh for his place amongst the the order that was worded weird sorry <laughs> yeah i'm sorry yeah someone go i yeah repeat the question please <laughs> okay all right use it to repeat yeah yeah use okay. it to repeat uh yeah. go check out the trivia tournament uh uh obi-wan and yoda are both aware of the fact that anakin will eventually suspect uh that something is is wrong 
what does this say? What does this say about their trust in Anakin? One, and what does this uh, what does this mean for his place amongst the Order? I think we can blame this all on Mace Windu. I say we blame it all on Yoda because Yoda literally tells him later on the arc of, like he was like, Yeah, we don't trust you, Anakin. Sorry. Uh, You're too unpredictable. I, 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 we can't I, trust I, anything Harris, you do. Do not, let me, let do me not re- make really Alanis happy. She's in the chat, okay? <laughs> let me let me take this back. I blame eighty percent of it on Wendu and twenty percent on Yoda. It's a council. They all yeah, talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> planning, Mace Windu has it specifically wait, wait, wait. out for Anakin. What? And Brotherhood made that very clear. Uh, but that's the <laughs> interpretation part. Bit. That's the interpretation of, of a character that believes that. We don't really get the perspective of Mace Windu, okay, what he fair. actually thinks of him. So I, I feel like that's <laughs> jaded, which, which I, I understand because Anakin does feel like Mace Windu does. Uh, it's a weird relationship between those two, so it's hard to really. Honestly, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm blaming all of this on Keanu Moody because he fucking sucks. <laughs> what about the droid attack on the Wookies? On the Wookies. Literally, like Keanu Moody's the first. The literal Sith Lord who is just like a few meters over orchestrating all of these events. <laughs> <laughs> you guys play in the chat. <laughs> I mean, I'll talk about Palpatine and Anakin later because I feel like that's the really underlying. Oh, he, was, yes. he was so smooth in these in this arc. It was yes. so de- ooh. When we get to yes, it. yes, and when okay, so like, so when uh, so when we're in like voice chat and in Discord or whatever, and we talk about the relationship between Anakin and Palpatine, uh, Bale always complains about how we don't see like the relationship grow, like it doesn't get its just. And I feel like in this arc, you see a lot of that relationship, like yeah. being built. You know what I mean? Like, what are what are your guys' thoughts on like the building of the building of the relationship between Palpatine and Anakin, especially in this arc in particular? I mean, it's just Palpatine twisting the knife, and like he's trying to turn Anakin to the dark side earlier in the Clone War. That's literally what he's doing because he's like he's like. With Obi-Wan's death, can I push him a little bit farther? Can I get him to where I need him to be? It's just like Anakin pushing the needle and just moving it slightly more to the dark side and seeing if he can like push Anakin over. And you know Palpatine sees through like all the tricks of the Jedi are trying to pull. So he's like, oh, I know they're all faking this, but Anakin doesn't know that. So let me just push <laughs> yeah. him a little further. I love mm. the one you just like, we've learned there's an attack trying to kidnap you. And you like, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, he literally is just like, oh. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> like his, like his lines, he hits with Anakin are so smooth. He's like, "Oh man, the the the, the idea to disguise Obi Wan so ingenious. You came up with that, right? No, it wasn't. Oh, well, that sucked. I thought <laughs> yeah. I worked as a team. Yeah. Oh well, and just yeah. I'm like, oh, so smooth. No, yeah, it's 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 pretty incredible. Like, and and to get back to it, just shows that they are putting Anakin at an arm's length. And you can clearly see that because Yoda does just straight out in a couple of episodes, just straight up tells uh, Anakin, we don't trust you, which I mean, it, it's, it's tough because you want to be that you want to be able to point a finger on, on, on what, whose fault it really is. It's I just, don't, 
I don't think he words it like that. Like how he says it, it's just like you're just like you're volatile, which she very much is. And you know, and like you are, you can be like a lot to your enemies, which like this, like I got like how Anakin's method is would not have worked for this mission. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, you're you're, you're right. Anakin would have blown his cover in like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have. Um, but yeah, any other thoughts on uh to close out this episode? Nothing? It's yeah. good. It's, it's a good. good episode. It's good. It's it was good. 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 Oh, we, should, we, we, don't, we don't talk about the prison stuff at all, do we? Uh, oh, yeah, hold on. Yeah, there's no, a whole We're only like 10 yeah. sentences. Episode. Yeah, yeah. So, so I will say this. The bonus question was also about, because there is a big part with, with Obi-Wan finally getting into and, and, and using Rackle Hardeen and uh, all, like, it, when, okay, I'll ask the question now compose myself here sorry when do you think cad bane begins to expect that obi-wan is reiko hardeen i would do you think say by the box you think yeah you think i think not earlier than that should or nahada towards the end of their time on nahada probably i i would say i don't think he suspects he's obi-wan i think he suspects something's off with him that he's not like as he says it's when he fixes the um when he gets them into the the crematorium after the riot, yes, because mm-hmm. like he says, like because like, I'm pretty sure Bane's like, hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. That was a little too fast. He's <laughs> like, hold on now. He definitely thought he was a rat. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Good one. Good that's, one. Why, that's why I brought the rat out. That's the only reason. Nice. Do so you make <laughs> the nice. pun. Uh, also, Char is very composed for a Boba Fett appearance. I was thinking. Hey. <laughs> hey. I went. I went feral when I saw Boba Fett. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I just love how Boba's like. He's like, "Hey, you killed Obi Wan." Cool. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for doing that. Now, if you could just kill Windu, it'd be it'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I love that Boss just fucks up anyone who's like not much. So this you also with Boba, you mess with me. That this also begs the question. So like. How corrupt are the clones in this prison system or like this prison oh. system? Because they just they just bring like Reiko or Teen or Reiko slash Obi-Wan to Morale of All and just kind of just follow his what he says. I'm like, what is he paying? How does this work? Like yeah. No, it, it does beg the question, like, how deep are the clone troopers in the security? And like literally, and, and it's so funny because Cad Bane just like, yeah, I paid off the kid. And I'm like, with what money? You guys are gonna be in jail. Like, what 
What's, he slotted some death doing? sticks on the side. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the sauce? Got him the sauce. Yeah, the sauce. Yeah, Bane. So Bane's like, okay, Boba, I'll teach you how to do a trick draw real quick, so uh, you can use this later to kill me. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> no, it's just so it's just so funny that like it. Uh, the, and this is this first episode is a great way to kick off the arc as a whole. Because it does, like, you, you get everything to where Obi-Wan dies. You get to meet uh, um, Morali Vall, who literally, Vall. who literally is the <laughs> worst. Malik, we were talking about this in VC. What did you call him? He's a little, he's a little lizard monkey man. Yes, he literally <laughs> is. Who speaks in third person. Like, Morali Vall does not have time for this. Yeah, it's just like, it, it, honestly. Malik, he, around the time that I first met you, I remember you were obsessed with Morali Vall. No, I was obsessed with O.C. Sobek because I thought O.C. Yes. Sobek was so oh, cool. Oh, I mean, yeah, they are the same species. So, Are they really? I yeah. thought O.C. Sobek was a Trandoshan. Is he? I... No. He's the same species as um, uh, Moralo Evol. I actually checked not too long ago. It's, um, what's it called? Moralo Evol. Moralo Evol. I, I know it starts with a P. Moralo Evol. He's a, a, a Findian. 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 Okay. Oh, Very funny, bad. Chase. Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember i was doing research on them when we were doing the uh, citadel arc i was like what is his species i was like oh it's the same as morale of all so mm, nice um well, they look so different yeah yeah what's up with that morale of all is husky that's it yeah he's, he's a thick boy, the boy, he's a thick boy. no i i just and like also here comes boy. the fan art here comes the fan art oh, <laughs> um <laughs> Thick um, morale of all. Yeah, thick. In the, <laughs> room, yeah. And I just love how like nobody asks questions. Like Cad Bane is a little like suspicious of of uh of Obi-Wan and as Reiko Hardeen. And like he's just like, how'd you do that? How'd how like like literally? And Morale Evolves like, I don't care, let's get out of here. <laughs> and it's just like, what the hell? And they get off so like I understand, like, yes, this is supposed to happen. Because like they are, uh, like they like the Jedi, the Jedi are allowing them to leave. Like literally, they're not doing anything, which is interesting. But um, that is going to be it for Chase's comment. Uh, I hope Obi Wan changes his yes, face again yes, in, in know, the Kenobi I know, series. I know. I, Imagine I, I that happens. Really. Imagine if we saw that in live action. Obi Wan just transforming his face. Looks looks like Alanis is also drawing thick morale of all for us as well. <laughs> Oh, good God! Don't, don't do that. Um, also, also, Kieran. Day twenty-two of training my hair to look like Obi Wan Kenobi for celebration. I haven't done that in a while. Oh yeah, that that begs the question. Uh, Todd, are you going to celebration? I am. Oh, I am. I will be there all weekend. That's are awesome. you going? You so you're just going for Saturday and Sunday? No, no, no all four days, I guess. Are oh, you going all four days? Okay, yeah, I'll be there all four. Awesome, awesome. When are you yeah. flying in? Uh, the Wednesday. So Wednesday nice. midday, and then I'll flying out. I think that following Wednesday. So oh, nice. A couple Who's, extra days. Yeah, Who's I'm flying in Wednesday as well. So nice. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. Malik, what, you're going? Well, okay. If it's Orlando next year. Oh yeah, we've I've, I've talked to Tyler. If, if it's Orlando next, we're, we're gonna see if we can try and make the Orlando next year happen. But yeah, no, that'd be so much easier. Yeah, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll East Coast once, supremacy, baby. We'll West Coast, that, West Coast. We'll find baby. out once the uh, oh, the convention's God. over because that's when they release uh, the next one. 
Yeah. I'm hoping they'll do it a year. I hope they do it every year now. They have it's, enough well, content coming more out. Content. Yeah. They, they just go like, surprise, yeah. uh, a Star Wars celebration in Philadelphia for some reason. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I would be I, down for that. That I could drive there. I wouldn't Same. even fly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to that because then Malik could finally give me a Philly cheesesteak. That's an actual <laughs> Philly cheesesteak. I got someone to take you where you might get mugged. All right. That's fine. <laughs> That's cool. get hey, hey, you know what? The adrenaline, the, the adrenaline always makes the Philly cheesesteak better. You know, <laughs> you know, hey. oh, uh, but that is the end for episode one of this arc chart plot summary for episode two. Okay, this one's going to be in Tom Kane voice. It feels like it's been forever since I've done this. All right, all right, yeah, go ahead. All right, all right. Season four, episode 16, Friends and Enemies. All right. Can't take a breather. I haven't done this Tom Kane voice in a while. All right. (laughs) Fugitives on the run. Disguised as the Jedi killer, Reko Hardeen, Obi-Wan Kenobi works undercover to solve a separatist plot against Chancellor Palpatine. Obi-Wan meets the plot's mastermind, Moralo Evol, breaking him out of jail to gain his trust. But now, Kenobi faces another obstacle, bounty hunter Cad Bane. Can Obi-Wan Kenobi overcome Bane's suspicions, or will the ruthless criminal see through his disguise and expose the Jedi? Only time will tell. That was good. It was good. nice to hear. It was nice to hear uh, Tom Kane after it's Gilbert Godfrey for the last two. Episodes. It was like a solid two out of ten or five, you know. Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> Luke, Luke, do you see Kieran's comment? What would he say? <laughs> Thanks, my brother, for eating the cheesesteak. <laughs> you say brotherhood wrong once, and you get. You What's know. wrong with saying brother? What's wrong with saying brother? Nothing. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with saying it, but you catch shit when you say it like that, you know? (laughs) I, you know, it happens. Um, so the moral of this episode is keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Yeah, that's like the signature like moral of a lot of the things that go on. I've been hearing this quote since I was like five years old. No, yeah, (laughs) friends close, enemies closer. Yeah, it's it's a very common quote. So close, I'm like a hug bane. Yeah. There, yeah, exactly. All right, um, but uh, Luke, I will ask these questions. We'll we'll, we'll go off. Sounds we'll, good. We'll alternate. Okay, so okay, the trigger, first trigger. question of <laughs> <laughs> the first question of this episode is: So Obi Wan is known for his moral high ground. He obviously has to play the role of a criminal within these episodes. How do you think his he grapples with going against every everyone? Again, how do you think he grapples with going against everything he's ever known? Do you think his role with the Zygerian slave arc changed him? Some good questions. Hmm. I think this goes back to the whole idea of like the Jedi Council and, and just the Jedi in general pushing sort of their own morals as the war continues on. And, and they touch a lot about this in Brotherhood about that blending of the Jedi and the military. So. It's, uh, I think that definitely plays a role in, in kind of how he's trying to navigate this, like still stay true to his Jedi principles without blowing his cover. Yeah. And it's it's very <laughs> reminiscent to uh, what Obi-Wan told Anakin. He's like, Anakin's like, spying the chancellor. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the couch move. Uh, yeah. And yet again, Chase oh, forward, in, Chase forward into the Chase, Chase forward into the black again derails the podcast for like the eighth <laughs> thousand time. 
We appreciate the love. Go follow him on TikTok, Ooh. Gordon in the Black. Go to Rogue Council. Uh, like, I YouTube tried to call. hold him there so Oh my God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 gather ourselves anyway, here. No. But anyway, go. going off of what Todd said, it's very reminiscent of what Obi Wan told Anakin in the scene that I was talking about earlier, where Anakin was like, "Spy on the Chancellor." It's that's treason, and then Obi Wan's yeah. like, "We're at war, war Anakin." Anakin. Yep. It's like the war has been giving him the, giving them this leeway with what they can do without breaking the rules. Um, well, they kind of are breaking the rules; they're just amending them so it doesn't seem like it's you know against the Jedi Code, and. And then when that happens, it makes you question who the Jedi are and what they aim to do. Are they actually peacekeepers? Are they guardians of justice? And, and how? Yeah. Well, I, I already talked about peace, um, but it's freedom <laughs> and security <laughs> to my new clone army. <laughs> what, what if I had a clone army? Oh, um, Anyway, oh, but much. yes, um, I think what what Todd you were saying is that the I feel like their morals or like the way that they can do things is stretched a bit because of the war, and that's essentially how the Jedi goes down. The Jedi Order goes down because they they are they stretch their ideas or their ideals with the war, but at the same time, there's stuff going on in the back that ends up backfiring on them. Because the yeah. first thing that started was allowing the clone army to, you know, to be team up with them essentially, and like the the, the Jedi military integration act and and everything that they were just like, yes, 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 let's do this, let's do this. But when it when it comes time to defeat the separatists, we'll we'll do something far fetched and off the beaten path. And yeah, mm-hmm. so Malik, Brennan, Harith, thoughts on the question? I. I kind of felt that like he took I I don't know because like I feel like he's finding a balance with with this where like he's not like he's not he's not doing like horrible thing like you know he still like offers like the money to like the guy that like Bane like you know like like a cost like ah I'm gonna kill you with a toothpick he like <laughs> <laughs> like you know he doesn't kill the clone which you know and like I think he's like I don't think it's as bad yes he's helping them but like he is still like getting in his moments of like okay like. He's he's doing somewhat good here and there. Like I don't think it's like as egregious. He's he, like, it's not like um, uh, it, it's not like saying like he doesn't have to like off someone who doesn't deserve it to keep their trust. He's just kind of like it's he kind of I think he kind of gets off like kind of easy. Like it feels weird to say it, but like he doesn't have to like really compromise himself too much to get Bane's like you know trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. real quick, gonna 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 plug some stuff here, uh, Brooke. Far, far away factory. Gonna get it pulled up. Gonna do the whole spiel. Can you do the transition? There you go. All right. Uh, Farfarawayfactory.com. Farfarawayfactory on Etsy. But go to the website because we don't want to share that good, good, hard cash with Etsy. Um, uh, So she's got everything from uh, T-shirts, sweatshirts, to earrings, to customized shoes. Uh, She is currently working on... uh, uh, so a pair of Air Jordan Darth Vader shoes for me. Um, she's almost finished with those. I'm going to be wearing those to Disney on Wednesday when we. And I'm going to do kind of like a Vader bound, uh, and then I'm going to do like an Obi Wan as well. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, go check out her stuff. 
She's got everything from DC, Marvel, and Star Wars. Uh, if you're looking for new merch, hit up farfarawayfactory.com. She's the best. Um, and also, no, I can't ahead. wait to commission all the Kedpin Shaklop gear. I, can, I don't trust anyone else <laughs> with my Kedpin Shaklop merch than, yes. than, than, uh, than Brooke. She, I know she'd do him justice. Yes, yes, absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. All right, now back to the – yes, and she – yes, she does the beanies and stuff like that. Yeah, she does amazing work. Uh, Harris, Brendan, your guys' thoughts on the question. I don't – off the top of my head, I don't think Obi-Wan's actually sacrificing moral values in this arc. Like like Malik said, like he doesn't shoot the clone. He doesn't do anything that bad to fit in. If not, like if you go to the later episodes in this arc, he's actually saving bad guys' lives. Yes. So it's like I don't know. I don't think he's really sacrificing that much morally. Okay. Harris? Kind of agree with uh Brendan there, because I feel like I don't know, like Obi-Wan doesn't really do that much to like Really, he honestly, I feel like he's just putting a target on his back and making himself more obvious that he's like a Jedi in disguise. Because like throughout the entire arc, everyone's like, "Huh, this bounty hunter is like not being terrible, huh? <laughs> this is weird." Anyway, <laughs> no, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The only character with character development in this arc, I think, I think is Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is interesting because he's got like six films to for a whole character arc, but you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Um, Char, the second question. We kind of touched on this one, but yeah, we we, we can, have a little bit. We can we can go more into depth on this one because I feel like the Anakin parts of this. Yeah, are, and a lot about Palpatine as well. So the second question is: Palpatine sees how upset Anakin is over Obi Wan's death. How do you think Palpatine manipulated the situation into his favor? Do you think he realized how much Obi Wan actually meant to Anakin? I'd say, yeah, like Anakin probably confides in things he probably shouldn't because he told Palpatine about the Sand People. So, like, yeah, you probably told him that about, like, yeah, Obi Wan's like my bro. Like, I love him so much, you know. Like, yeah, the Palpatine's like, all right, cool, gonna just use that. Yeah, <laughs> leave him. Or we'll never make hold it. on to that for rainy day. Yeah, a fine addition to my collection. No, hey, yeah. Dooku, Dooku, when you fight them. Take out Obi Wan first. <laughs> yeah, I want, throw I want him do... and then drop a fuck and drop a freaking railing on him. No, what I want yeah. you to do is and kick him, kill him, choke him, and then throw him, and then bring a bridge on him. Okay, yeah. Yeah. he somehow survives that and has no broken bones or anything. He, he's just fine, you know. He's he Obi Wan. He's Obi Wan fucking Kenobi. He can do whatever he wants. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can even survive a, a gunshot. So yeah, yeah, he's a boss. <laughs> No, but I, I we did touch about it on it a, a lot, but w- anything like deep, I guess I should say, like I mean, any other thoughts. I mean, it's fucking Palpatine. What did you expect? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. I think Palpatine, because Palpatine's been there since the beginning, really, for Anakin, ever since he he left Tatooine. So the whole idea, like he knows how important Qui Gon was to Anakin because he was at Qui Gon's funeral and he saw yep. like Anakin's reaction to that. He's Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion obviously befriended Anakin and made Anakin feel very safe around him. So the, the more he's able to take advantage of that and sort of continue to, to drive that wedge of doubt between Anakin and the Jedi order is, is any chance that he's going to do to, to do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I always bring this up when, it, when we talk about Palpatine, think about the last scene, not the last scene, but the funeral scene when we get that awesome shot of of you see Anakin at one end, then you see Obi Wan, Padme, and then Sidious, and they pan it to where it's perfectly they're lined up, and the only two people to be in Palpatine's way to getting Anakin are are Obi Wan and Padme. I lo- that's where they drop the line too. It's like always two there are the Master and the Apprentice, and then yes, cuts to that shot. You're like, oh. yes, yes, like the foreshadowing there is just insane. And I always, I, I, whenever I've watched. Um, a Phantom Menace, and I always watch the end. It just like puts a smile to my face because it's just like, ha ha ha! It's like foreshadowing. Ha ha! Got it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just Palpatine manipulating the situation as always. I mean, he's the man. I I honestly think he is the one of the best manipulating like villains of all time. So I someone made this good point. Is Palpatine actually really good at planning or is he really good at calling an audible constantly throughout? Because I feel like a lot of it is just like, okay, gotta change that. Planning. I think it's planning because there's I, I think instances it's a- where he has had to change his plan. I'm not shouting out Rise of Skywalker with the uh, the Princess of Alderaan has disrupted my plans. <laughs> and then he's like, All right, all right, pride. Do your thing. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, I think he is just really good at planning. Yeah. I, I disagree because Palpatine and Phantom Menace had to call so many audibles to like change <laughs> everything. Cause he's like, oh, Padme survived. Well, gotta change the entire plan to somehow get Well, I, I think he I think it's a little bit I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I think he's just he he has a plan, but he also he also has a plan B. He and knows a C, every, and a D and an E. Exactly. Right. So he knows like every like next step before it even happens i quite right. like the. i'm sorry go ahead brennan all right so football coaches i know i know some of some of us in here are big football fans right what's the difference between a uh a normal nfl coach and a bill belichick right <laughs> right any 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 coach can come in with a good plan but when you make those audibles on the go like okay our plan we came with this great plan but our, this team is really good at counter punching our plan we need to change at halftime that's what separates a good coach from a bad coach in the NFL. That's what separates Palpatine from everyone else. Yeah, and that's, what, that's yeah, what and I love how you I love how you, a good Sith Lord. I love I love how you made the connection to Bill Belichick being Emperor Palpatine. That's exactly <laughs> that was unplanned. That was unplanned. But that's that is exactly true, and it hates me. It pains me to say this. But Tom Brady is fucking Darth Vader, and I absolutely. Hate I I uh, I it it I. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, okay, that's gonna unpack that one later. But um, uh, I, it actually, it, may, it makes me think back to him. I'm reading through Queen Shadow right now. Uh, I'll be a little bit slow because I'm kind of 
distracted by stuff, but like uh there's one bit I really did love in one of Padme's one of Padme's handmaidens who is um uh um she, she her whole thing is that she reads body language. I loved when she was watching Palpatine during yes. that like scene because she's all like he's upset something's not moving as fast as he wants it to i'm like why wasn't she watching him more <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh god i mean and even uh in queen's hope there's a part that uh, that is exactly like that I'm, and then it'll I'm... be that scene in the rise of skywalker the queen of naboo's handmaiden has disrupted Oh, Tom Brady is Char Char. Oh no, I'm kidding. No, it's Char Char. You moron. All right, I love those jokes. <laughs> All right, um, uh, uh, hold on. Sorry, I'm I'm losing my train of thought here. Char, next question uh, three. Question. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So the third question for episode two, uh, is Ahsoka sees how violently Anakin uh interrogates the bartender on Nalhada. What do you think her thoughts were in this scene? Do you think she agreed with his actions? Do you think that she would have would have done similar actions? Hell no. I think as a, I think if she was younger, because you see you see Ahsoka like in season one. Let's let's talk about her interrogating New Gunray. I yeah. think if it was she was a younger version of herself, she would have been okay with it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like I said, like I was jokingly saying, hell no, I don't think Ahsoka would have done gone anywhere near. I think it's just like the same feeling she was feeling in Zygerian Slavers of like, oh my god, Anakin doesn't talk about his past and it's coming out again. Like I've seen moments of him using the dark side before. He's doing it, but I'm not gonna confront him about it because I don't want to like get to that area because when he's like that, he gets very angry and it's just like it's it's the whole throne alliances thing mm-hmm. well that's the difference between anakin and ahsoka i think it's just the emotion aspect of the character it's like anakin and ahsoka are exactly the same character but they don't like what ahsoka does at the end of season five is what anakin should have done a while ago like like he should have like yeah. instead of if he understood that the jedi order was corrupt so it's like anakin wants more power but Ahsoka is like, I understand that the Jedi is corrupt. The Jedi Order is corrupt. I will leave so I don't have to follow the same fate, which obviously Anakin. <clears> to you know. be fair, he did try to leave, but I think he got like his, he like looped back around in the Obi Wan Anakin comic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Before they leave for that mission, uh, Anakin does confide in Obi Wan and he's like, I, I'm seriously thinking about leaving the Order. Like he's just, he's, he's homesick. Like he's, I think they're. I think it's five years after Phantom Menace, if I'm correct. Yeah, Anakin's about fourteen. Yeah, he's about fourteen. So he's still kind of. He's far apart from his mother, but he still has those connected feelings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and and, not to bring it back up to brotherhood, but like that that relationship between Shmi and Anakin plays a big part. In in this yeah, book, in the very in the book. very very uh early well, in the very the beginning the very beginning yeah. and in other parts, um. But well, we're, I, mean, we're, I know Brooke hasn't read it, and if she's here, we'll we'll we'll, we'll try to avoid. Well, as many I mean, as possible. Going back to Anakin and Obi Wan in that comic, Obi Wan's like, okay, I'll leave with you. Like Obi Wan was yes! ready to leave too. Yes, like that's that's because yeah, I mean, interesting. I mean, Obi Wan, yeah, he's contemplated before about leaving the order, and that's like simply because of Satine and everything, but. 
it's it's like he's he's thought about it before and you know have having the thought about it i mean doesn't necessarily negate the fact that ahsoka does end up leaving the order entirely but the, to know that they both had the idea of leaving the order it's interesting because it's like what could have happened what could what that could have been what would palpatine have done you know oh, yeah. no absolutely well, and I think you could even trace that all the way back to like Qui-Gon and, and Dooku because yes. obviously Dooku left, but Qui-Gon was very headstrong and against kind of the, the status quo of the order. So oh, you yeah. pass all that down and it kind of, you know, it ends up in Obi-Wan and then Obi-Wan passes some of that on to Anakin and then Anakin passes some of that on to, to Ahsoka and Ahsoka is finally the one that's able to step away from it all. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's, it, it, it is, it, 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 it is great. I, I, I will say it is the fa- like that lineage is the fallen lineage, to be honest. Because you have Yoda, Yoda to Dooku, Dooku to ja- uh, Qui Gon, Qui Gon to Obi Wan, Obi Wan to Anakin, Anakin to Ahsoka, and like that is it's like if you think about it, like it's all because Dooku left and then Qui Gon dying. Like there's just a lot of bad things that happen in that <laughs> in that stretch of of master apprentice relationships. The, the cursed lineage. Yeah, the, the, the Jedi yeah. ancestry.com. So if yeah. this is the curse lineage, Mace Windu's lineage is like the blessed lineage because you got Devil of Lava, Kanan Jarrett, yeah, your Mace yeah. Windu. I don't, none of them has had happy endings so far, so I don't know about that being the blessed lineage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ezra, yeah. Ezra, the, the jury's still out. You think Felony's gonna let us be okay with that? Okay, you have a lot more faith in Dave than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Ezra's gonna be okay. Okay. He I'm ain't not... making it back to Lothal. He's getting shot. My theory <laughs> is that Benicio del Toro is going to be in the Last Jedi, and I think he's going to play Ezra Bridger. Oh God, that, <laughs> I remember that thing. Yeah, that was a rumor. Oh, oh my God, I love those theories. Um, Char, bonus question. <laughs> yes, the bonus question for this second episode is: What was your reaction to how Obi Wan conveys the fact that he is alive? What does it say uh, about their bond between Anakin and Obi Wan? I mean, it just goes back to Anakin being headstrong. Anakin kicked him in the balls, and everyone's like, look, you got to stop this right now. (laughs) (laughs) It does does show how the Force works. So, like, I do like the fact that, like, it, like, Obi, like, Anakin has, he says, like, that's why I felt a connection, where it's like, he felt that Force connection with who he thought was Rey was actually, like, Obi-Wan, but he wasn't able to recognize it. It just, like, puts a lot more in expected perspective, like, how the Force works in that way you know no yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely uh todd oh i think it adds a lot to the to the idea that they're more than just master and apprentice i mean we've seen relationships with masters and apprentice where it's very professional and you know you're the master i'm the apprentice i learn from you and whatnot whereas anakin and obi-wan are very much more like brothers and uh, hence brotherhood brotherhood (laughs) tie it all around so i think just them being able to communicate like that through the force and and know um is is highlighted through this interaction and and how that's portrayed by filoni it's 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 kind of like poetry it it kind of rhymes sort of rhymes. it's like poetry. brian's punching the air right now no (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. uh um brendan uh so with it it it, it like like harris said it's kind of obi-wan telling him stopping a child i'm 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 fine but yeah i don't know i i don't know i can't remember i 
you guys just reminded me because when you asked that question, I was like, wait, does he tell me he's alive in that episode? I completely forgot that that happened. Yeah, so. he does. He they they crash land. Uh, mm-hmm. he, uh, Anakin starts uh fighting Reiko and and Obi Wan is like trying to like, yeah, he gets he gets another, <laughs> um, he gets a pretty he gets a nice cock shot. Um, and uh, Every, I I was thinking about that. What was it? Where he just like just blams him right in the crotch? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. just just wham right in the right in the cojones and. Like it's it's so interesting that Anna, that Obi Wan like puts him to sleep, but he's like, "Don't follow me," and instantly Anakin knows after he wakes up, he knows, and it's just like mm-hmm. like Todd was saying, they are connected on a different level in the Force to each other. Um, okay, so I remember Obi Wan whispering something. I couldn't remember what he whispered. Yes. and how he whispered it because like, weren't they fighting? Yes. That I just couldn't remember how it all happened because I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Arc in a, in a couple months. No, yeah. Mm. Uh, Char, episode three plot summary. All right, the episode three plot summary. Let's get this going. So, season four, episode 17, The Box. The Box. All right, the plot summary Obi Wan Kenobi in the skies. Working undercover as assassin Reiko Hardeen, Obi-Wan leads a secret mission to uncover the Separatist plot against Chancellor Palpatine. Using cunning and courage, he gains the trust of bounty hunter Cad Bane and criminal mastermind Moralo Evol, earning him entrance into the stronghold of Separatist leader Count Dooku. Now, it is here at the, on the beautiful planet of Sereno that a barbaric contest will determine the fate of Obi-Wan Kenobi and possibly the Republic itself. What's in the box? (laughs) Before we start, I love Morallo's stupid little run he does to (laughs) Chuck. You little puppy dog. (laughs) Sorry, I'm late. (laughs) Dude, just just there, just there. It would have been hilarious if you if you just see like like Dooku be like, "You have failed," and just like slice. You have failed me for the last last time. time. Just like takes him out. Oh God. Um, but the moral of this episode is the strong survive, the noble overcome. Uh, so this episode is basically them working as a team, trying to figure out uh, who's going to make the, the top five for this mission. Did, and did, did anyone the, else feel really bad for the authority? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. right there. It's immediately <laughs> taken out by Cad Bane. So, he looks so sad. Yeah, he's just, like, oh, my God. like, oh, that's a cool hat. Bam. And, and also, no, so that's how he finds out they have two stomachs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. Oh, God. Um. So the other thing is, is that. Uh, the Ithorian is actually, it looks like he has an E11, but his hands are so damn large. Their <laughs> hands are so damn large that it looks like a pistol in his hand. I noticed that early on in the episode. I was like, wow, that's an E11, and that <laughs> does not look like an E11. Yeah, yeah. He's just like one hand in it. Uh, <laughs> but like, seriously, though, we start off this episode, and, and it's called The Box. It's literally the trial of, of who's going to make where. Um, I wouldn't even say it's just the trials for the the five that make it. It's also Duke who has an underneath trial of yeah who's who's the Jedi in here because he's suspecting like there is a Jedi amongst their mix and he's just killing off people and trying to figure out who is the Jedi because there's little things where he's like I'm gonna torture this person will he help him so it's just like Duke who's like playing like narrowing it down. 
I never took it as like he knew there was a Jedi. Kind of, he just kind of thought something was different about Reiko. And he's yes. like, oh, like I, I think, yeah, I never thought, took it as like, oh, he like thinks there's a Jedi in there, you know? I, I, I didn't really take it as that either, but I could see, I could see, I, I could definitely see him being like Reiko's. Reiko, there's something not, uh, that's, there's something not right about him. Cause he's like, he, he, so Cad Bane shows up. He's like, you brought Cad Bane. And then, and who's this other person? And it's like, oh, Rick Hardeen, he he killed Obi Wan Kenobi, and he's like, Obi Wan Kenobi, and that's that might be where Kara thinks that the, that there is a Jedi because like it's it's very impressive to kill a Jedi just like uh uh as renowned as Obi Wan Kenobi. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle; you'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is the source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Um, so I could kind of see that for sure. Um, so the first question is in this first in the first trial, Obi-Wan finds the tunnels beneath the floor and tells everyone to jump down. Do you think uh, that his actions are what a normal bounty hunter would have done? Uh, were his Jedi instincts coming through too bluntly? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like absolutely. Most of them would have just gone and not said a thing just hang out on the pillars of death you you could make the argument where it's all like they have a big job they do need people for the job so like you could make that case but yeah i agree with brandon it's like yeah they're all fighting for themselves except for like reiko hardeen (laughs) no yeah yeah really he is and it's like oh my mask like he just ironically like remembers that he can breathe the bad gas with his mask which which by the way is a uh, Ralph McQuarrie concept art for uh, Boba Fett. So, oh, right. Sorry, Char, if that was one of your interesting facts. You're all good. Yes! I have yet to do art. that to him. No, I maybe done it one other time. But Malik, Malik is the master of getting all these three interesting facts. Well, no, I, I swear, he picked, I, I don't remember which episode it was, but he literally picked out almost all three, and Char was like, "All right, there's no point in me doing it anymore." Well, did <laughs> I do that on Zygarian Slavers as well? Like, I picked out almost all three of them as well. Yes, like yes. that. And like, I was gonna mention the fact that you could see a poster of Sebulba in the last episode, and I love Doug. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you can. I, I, I was gonna mention a lot of interesting facts that I didn't want to undermine Char like last time. No, yeah, I, I just hit full send. Um, I'm, the host. I'm allowed to do that um no but like uh todd your thoughts um i mean i, I don't think this would like this first trap specific or first trial specifically isn't something that i think would be abnormal for a regular joe Schmo bounty hunter because these are supposed to be like the best of the best bounty hunters 
So if they thought that this one first trial would kill all of them, then what's the point of gathering them all together? Uh, so I feel like this one, just because you're jumping through where the gas is coming out, it makes sense like for someone to figure that out. Um, but the next ones, he definitely is like, all right, maybe this guy knows a little, little more. It's got, got a little extra something up his sleeve. No, yeah. Harris, your thoughts? I mean, I, I agree with Brendan. It's like, it's like, what's well, like, it's Obi-Wan this entire like episode is just like making himself clearly obvious that he's like, has some force sensitivity to like some extent where it's like, it's like no one else would do this or no one else would stand there and help each other. Cause like Malik said, everyone's just in it for themselves and like they're just trying to get out and like survive. And Obi-Wan's like, no, come down here. Wait, you can do this. No, you can do that. Like all that kind of stuff. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, so then the the second part of that question is when Dooku asked for more information on him, do you think it was because he was intrigued but with his skills, or do you think that he made the connection? Do you think he could have sensed the force within him? You know where I stand on this one. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So I think Harris we start starting to put the pieces together because the I mean, obviously the the idea that this bounty hunter was able to kill Obi Wan Kenobi and Dooku's very familiar with Kenobi. It's like, hold on now, if this guy's able to kill him, then what? What kind of what's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> I approve this message. <laughs> oh my god, God. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, continue, Malik. Your thoughts? Uh. Yeah, no, I like. I think he's very much like he again. He senses something off. He probably does sense the forest. Maybe he just thinks, oh, maybe this bounty hunter's force sensitive. This doesn't realize it, but like he does. Like again, like when he says like Kenobi, it's like very much like yeah, no, like something's off. Which is why like we see later on and like in in the next episode, he's very much like yeah, no, I'm suspicious and I'm gonna start taking measures. You know, Brennan, are you drinking blue milk? It's uh. It's just milk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, good because <laughs> the blue it's milk just, sucked. No, you're wrong. Oh, you didn't oh, have any the, alcohol in that blue milk, though. Which they don't sell in the, Disneyland. What the hell? It's tropical. It's like the tropical punch, but it's like the white flavor. It's like pina colada. White flavor? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's white. What is uh, what is what is white taste like, Brendan? Bland. Pina colada. <laughs> Incredible. Um, I had to I had to put Walter back. He was getting tired. Gotcha. Feel that. Feel that. I think I, I know. I think another thing I like about this episode is like, as a huge D and D fan, this is essentially just like Morale of All is like a toxic DM, and like, it's <laughs> like, no, well, I changed the rules, and you can only do this. No, well, like, you can't do that. Well, I said that this serum only works for one of the characters, and no. <laughs> yeah. now, that, now that you say that, you it like when we did ours, you were the opposite of that. You Wait. allowed us to do whatever we fucking wanted, and I loved that. God. Morello is the bad DM. Is Dooku the backseat DM that's trying to backseat this entire operation from behind well, the scenes? Dooku's the non-toxic DM because he makes the toxic DM go in and play his own and like live his stuff to earth. He's actually pretty fair about it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Brendan, I'll, I'll repeat the question. Uh, when Dooku asked for more information on uh, Reiko Hardeen, uh, do you think it was because he was intrigued by with his skills, or do you think he uh, he made the connection? Do you think he could uh, have sensed the force within him? 
I think it's highly plausible that Dooku could have just sensed there something off, and as he was going on and watching what he was doing inside of the box, mm-hmm. kind I think he put two and two together that it could have been Obi Wan. Yeah, we're never. It's all left up to interpretation of when they figure this out, honestly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think he, Dooku figured it out inside the box that he was Obi Wan. And Harith already has given us his thoughts. Pretty pretty sh- short and sweet to the point. Obviously, he thinks yes. Uh, so then the final question for this episode. Uh, Obi-Wan figures out each uh, task pretty quickly. Do you think that is a testament to his Jedi powers, or do you think it's uh, this is that it's just a showcase of his hu- true intelligence? Intelligence. Both. Or is it both? Oh yeah, both. <laughs> a little it's bit both. of both. It's both. It's both. But I think I think it's more intelligent. I think I think you have to think about which uh, which challenge it is. If it's the recognizing the pattern to be able to jump and go all this like that, obviously it helps that he has the, the Jedi skills to do it. But to figure it out takes the intelligence. And then with the sniper, that takes skill. And then I think. The one with the dioxys is just pure intelligence. Which is kind of funny because Obi-Wan, so uncivilized. <laughs> How great. Um, Todd, your thoughts? I think it's a com- definitely a combination of both. And I think his just general knowledge of things, like the fact that for the ray shield test, like he knew the one species would be fine. Whether like one of you is going to be immune to this, this serum, we're not going to tell you who. And Obi-Wan's like, yeah, it's this guy right here. <laughs> and i love yeah. how bane's like how do you know that obi-wan's like i don't know <laughs> no 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 he says he said, I no, used he, to hunt he, yeah yeah he says i that's what i used to do is hunt them and then so. i love i love that bounty hunter going funny enough he ends up killing that bounty hunter in the next episode then <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. only one he actually kills yeah. yes. so he's just staying true to his character yeah malik your thoughts uh, sorry. Repeat the question again. Like, uh, do we think it's oh uh, his skill and intelligence? Yeah, like skill yeah. intelligence. Yeah, it's it's again. It's again. We keep going off, so like I get lost in our conversation. Like, yeah, what was the OG question? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's like it's like a combination of both. I feel like again, like it's just he he's smart enough to realize. Oh, like I can scout. I can use my filter in my helmet to get through the big gas. Oh, I can like I I I know the biology of the species. Yeah, it's just like it just it's kind of just like again like I, it's like Brennan says where it's like the only one with actual development in this arc is Anakin. It's just Obi-Wan just being Obi-Wan, you know, smart, good instincts, you know, he's able to handle it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Harith? Both? I mean, I mean, a little bit of both. Like Malik said, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like you can't say it's one or the other. I think he just kind of, like, twitches and challenges it. Like, on the, definitely on, the, like, the sniper one, I feel like he was definitely uh, using, like, his force to, like, time up the jumps of, like, hitting the shots and then, like, when he ran out, he's like, whoa, shit. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, and I mean, he does put Rico Hardeen down for sure. You mean Raleigh Vol? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. He doesn't put himself down, even though (laughs) even though he is sad Obi Wan quite often. He continued to try to be the toxic gamers. Like now, I'm gonna change the rules in the middle of the flight, and then like and like the things rise (laughs) up and like the flames rise. I'm like, oh my god. And then Cad Bane's like, he's like, this is BS. Come on, you know the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's the great line. You want to kill him? Yeah, he said, you want to kill him, do it like a man. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I, I, this, this, I mean, I think it's both. 
Um, I think it's a very interesting question of like, there are times where you could say one or the other, um, just like you guys had brought up, and it just depends on the scenario. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and then the final question in this episode: Had the rule roles been switched and Anakin was sent, do you think he that he would have been more <laughs> or less successful? What different choices would he have made? Anakin's not making it out of the prison. <laughs> no. no, Anakin would have fought all the other bounty hunters. <laughs> oh, Anakin would have like sold all of them. We'd be like, "Bang, get over here!" Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, like Anakin's not making it out of the prison. No, this would have failed instantly if this was Anakin. Uh, no, yeah, I could see that. Ahsoka maybe would have like gone this far, but Anakin, no. You know what would have happened? Know. He would have been in the prison. You would have heard one leg like, inmate says, "I hate that I'm a dollar chick." <laughs> 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 I I think Obi-Wan, like his master, has a, pasic- a particular set of skills that, oh. that suits him to this task. Like Ole Qui-Gon? I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> I will find you, and I will kill you. Did you guys get the, the voice dialogue in uh, Lego Star Wars where Qui-Gon says that? Does he really? No. He says it in, in Lego Star Wars, a new one. Is it when he's AFK or... Uh, I got it when I was trying to do a uh, parkour kind of thing to get a uh, mini kit. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. <sighs> Chaco likes to just make one of my favorite characters. <laughs> Anakin's Chuck. a little guy. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. I mean, Elisar would have done that, but I don't think Anakin would. I will, yeah. You know. Or yeah, well, we we're not gonna touch that, but <laughs> I, I I absolutely agree. Like Anakin, literally, and you see this in Brotherhood as well. Like he's very like he he's not conspicuous with what he does. He's very much like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do it. Whereas Obi Wan just like meticulously is like in the back, and he's like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Blah blah blah, and then executes it. Anakin just has zero plan and just like yeah it's very much like obi-wan's the intelligence and the brains behind everything and then anakin's just the muscle good i read that wrong chaco <laughs> you'd be top dog i would have been oh my god Alex. <laughs> oh jesus christ all right well anything for hayden yeah, anything yeah anything for uh, because of obi-wan every day we stray farther from the light side of the force <laughs> yeah you, yeah oh my this is why we no can't have idea. nice things alanis no idea all right chart that is the end of that episode now we're on to the final episode which i think is my favorite episode of the arc yes all right so the final episode of this arc season four episode 18 titled crisis on naboo again all right <laughs> this time, I'm going to give you guys the Gilbert Gottfried voice again. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! I was about to ask. <laughs> hey, I beat you to it. Ready? All right. I'm I'll give you. I'm going to give you maximum effort here. So, yeah, I'm right. like you're doing the right thing. All right, ready? <laughs> Supreme Chancellor in peril after surviving the ordeals of the box, Obi Wan Kenobi. Working undercover as assassin Rako Hardine is invited to join Count Dooku's plot against Chancellor Palpatine. Working with a team of deadly bounty hunters, 
Obi-Wan travels to the planet of Naboo, where the Chancellor will preside over the Festival of Light. Now, as the Jedi Council and Count Dooku finalize their respective plans, a deadly confrontation seems inevitable. Alright, sorry to the listeners, the audio listeners. Uh, we, we, uh, this is a bit that we are probably going to have for the rest this of the time. This is where I time. Please use a level later. I will pay Char to not do that during celebration. Alright, well, Char, looks I like will pay many... Char to do That's it during celebration. My, my, my brain is trying to tear itself. Char, $25 do it for that celebration. All right, we got 30. We got 30. All right, we got 30. All right. First thing I'm going to do when I see you, I'm going to say that voice and I will take that cash right out of your hand and go buy me some blue milk. All right. It's blue milk sucks. It's not good, guys. Stop drinking it. I have no opinion. Brooke would like a word. Brooke likes Obi Wan's mullet. We disagree on a lot of things. All right. Don't you hate on the mullet? You don't like the Obi Wan mullet? The mullet is awful. The mullet is awful and should have been. All right, hold on, hold on, Malik. Malik, okay then. What do you think of his hairstyle in the in the show? Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Oh, oh, what, bald or? No, no, not bald. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not... says Obi-Wan. No, it's not. Yeah, just the, no, the no, no, not hair. No, 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 no. I mean in like the Kenobi show. Oh, I hate it. Point together. <laughs> but, like, he's supposed to look awful because, you know, he's a hermit. So, you know, I get it. But, like, I hate the mullet. Oh, no. We can't but... tolerate mullet slander. Uh, I, 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 you know, the mullet, the, the Attack of the Clones mullet has, has like, like, really grown on me. So I really do like his look in, in Kenobi. But anyway. Don't do this. Space Jesus. Don't go this way. <laughs> this is how this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause. I think Malik would like Obi Wan's look in Brotherhood. You know the longer mullet. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. He he really is Space Jesus by that point. Not even gonna lie, he is literally Space Jesus. Yeah, my God, it's great. Um, Char, do you want me to take the questions? Finish her off. I'll, I'll take the questions. Okay, go I'll ahead. All right. Um, <laughs> bald Obi-Wan can't hurt you, I promise. Bald Obi-Wan. <laughs> bald Obi-Wan hurt a lot of people in this episode. Oh, no, that's the meme. That's the meme. That's, it's okay, son. Bald Obi-Wan can't hurt you. <laughs> I, I actually really appreciate bald Obi-Wan in this uh, arc. It, they did a really good job of like making it look exactly like... Yeah, I thought about that. It looks like that's Phantom Menace. I was thinking about yeah. that. I I think they did a really good job with the animation with that. So I I have to ask, how does the hair come back so fast? 
Force powers. Well, that's what happens when Rachel Hardeen is trying to. Well, that's what happens when Rachel Hardeen is trying to train every single day to look like Obi Wan Kenobi until Star Wars Celebration. Good one, Char. Nobody's gonna uh, get that one. Yeah, I, 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 I try to do something it. there. I that that one flopped. Hey, it's like HR. I understood that reference. It's like because like his beard comes back pretty good, pretty fast. I'm just like, oh, like like for someone who's like completely hairless, it comes back pretty fast. I'm like, was it like the transformation? Like, does it bring back your hair as well? Maybe. Yeah. Um. So, have you gone through the moral? Have you said the moral yet? Or oh, the moral. Yeah. Yeah. So the moral of the final episode of this arc is trust is the greatest of gifts, but it must be earned. Which is very true on many levels. Uh, so the first question of this episode is that Anakin makes essentially makes an uh, Ahsoka Padme's bodyguard. What do you think this says about Anakin's trust in Ahsoka and their bond? If Ahsoka couldn't go, do you think Anakin could have trusted anyone else with the job? I think the only person that Anakin would trust is Obi Wan, and that's yeah, not really an wah, option. Wah, wah. <laughs> 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 No, does it, does, I, I haven't re- I haven't read Queen's Hope, but does he does he know that like um like Sabe is like around like <laughs> right now? No, no, read read Queen's Hope. Okay, read Queen's Hope. It'll give okay. you context. Oh, like maybe I imagine you trust her if he kind of knows what that whole deal is. <laughs> in the trilogy, you must go. Pain, you will find. Yeah, pretty much. So, reading Star Wars in general. Yes, yes absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Um, any other thoughts to Ahsoka? Like, anything? I mean, Anakin trusts Ahsoka by this point in Clone Wars. Like, I feel like they're, like, brother and sister at this point. It, yeah. It's, 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 it's very, it's, it's, it's just, like, <laughs> damn, man, what, what, what could have been when you see them, like, together, and she's, like, and they're, like, joking about Anakin. It makes you think, like, did, did Ahsoka know they were together? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very in, much hinted. It's in, uh, Forces, in, uh, or the, what is, what is the show called? Also read Vader twenty twenty. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, well, what is the what is the two D show with that was like the shorts on Disney Plus? Forces. Oh, Destiny. Forces of yeah. Destiny. Yeah, Ahsoka literally asked them about it, like, so what's the deal with that? And Anakin Fabian like, uh, 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 we'll tell you when we're older. Uh, uh. <laughs> I think the funniest case of that is like Thrawn. When like yes. <laughs> when, oh, when, yes. Padme, when Padme sees Anakin tries to wrap the hug him, Anakin's like, and Thrawn's just there like. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> 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 something's off right there. I know something's going on. Yeah, I figure it out. Bonds using those deductive uh, skills to really solve that one. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite is still Attack of the Clones when Yoda walks in and it, Padme just straight up runs up to Anakin, kisses him on the lips, and nobody notices. <laughs> Not a fucking person. Not a fucking person. Like everybody's just like, there's three clones there. Yoda. Obi-Wan and Anakin. Obi-Wan is like licking his wounds, like literally just like sitting there, like on like, oh, damn it. He's just like he just like sits there and he's like, ow. Yoda's like, fuck, I just fought Dooku and I'm I haven't done that in a while. And then meditate on this, I must. Yeah, meditate. And then literally just she sprints straight to Anakin and just instantly like just smack on the lips. I'm just like what Nobody so noticed. Just, so we're just not going to talk about this? <laughs> Must be a casual way of greeting those kids do nowadays. <laughs> 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 oh, 
my Yoda God. tries to kiss me. When do you come here? I'm going to greet you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Um, uh, next question, Char. Or do you want me to take over? I'll take over. My my dogs are being really loud and barking. So okay, I'll take over. One. Yeah, go ahead. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Palpatine's comments. I think Anakin is all the security that I need. What do you think this says about Palpatine, where he is with his plan with Anakin? Uh, do you think that Palpatine know exactly what was happening? I think that Palpatine was actually would have been cool if Anakin killed Dooku here. Yes. Mm, that's what Palpatine Ag- wanted. Agreed. I mean, you can clearly see that when he when when Anakin is so close when he's when he says, I love the line that An- that Matt Lantern gives. And he he uh I think I can't even remember this. You should have gone down here when you're still yeah. alive, Dooku. Yeah, you should have gone out here while you were still alive, Dooku. Like the way he delivers that line is just like I can hear Hayden say it as well. I can also hear James Earl Jones Vader say it as well. Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't but... it make you so excited that Hayden has watched this and like taken yes! it in right? for his performance? Ah, yes! I, I, he's I get... watched this and he's taken it in for his if, performance in Obi Wan. If, if, if I if I get if I have the honor of asking him a question, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "What is your favorite Clone Wars arc, and why is it the last episode of the Obi Wan uh, bounty hunter arc?" No further questions, Your Honor. Just uh, <laughs> Mike drop walk away. Don't you dare say Mortis, because everybody says Mortis. Damn it! You basic. <laughs> no, watch him. Watch him. Actually, I would probably pass away if he said the Citadel arc. He's a uh, huge D Squad fan. He loves oh, that meme. Yeah. That God, that was so funny. <laughs> he he's been oh. Dave. How do we get Meeber Gascon into either Ahsoka or Obi Wan? Because I need to interact with this character. Yeah, Meeber Gascon shows out of out of nowhere. Also, I was literally hinting at that the entire episode. Highlight Jocko's comment. That's literally the underlying meaning of this arc. And, like, yeah. yes, it's all about bounty hunter Obi Wan, but that's on the surface level. On like the layered levels, if you look more into it, the whole meaning is Palpatine turning Anakin to the dark side. That was the end yep. game there. Yeah, prior. Yeah, there absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Chris goes. <laughs> he just wasn't ready yet. <laughs> Need to go back to the dark side. <laughs> um, but like, like this lightsaber duel is by far one of my favorites. I think it's a very yeah. underrated lightsaber duel, and just because like a lot of the lightsaber duels that I really really enjoy, it, yes, they're action packed, but a lot of them are like story meaning. Like it moves the story forward. It means a lot in the moment of the story. Are you guys kind of the same way when it comes to lightsaber fights? Uh, in the in the saga as a whole, out of everything, out of all the media, someone else go first. Uh, yeah, I would say like my favorite like duels are Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So I love the the fights with emotion and and honestly, this fight is clearly just Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi combined with Anakin and Dooku. I do love the parallels between the um, Luke and Vader at the end of the Return of the Jedi fight and Anakin and Dooku, like just Anakin wailing yes. on Dooku. Yes, in the same way as Luke. I just those parallels are. Fantastic. And there's the parallel of uh, Dooku using the Force and like throwing stuff at Anakin, very Empire style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just chucking chairs. <laughs> Silverware that goes into his arm and he's like not even phased. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, I don't know, like this fight didn't jump out to me. Like when it comes to like my favorite, like my favorite, like probably like fight is probably still like throne room fight scene, Last Jedi. But like it's, I don't know, it's, it's there. It's, it's like there's 
my favorite Dooku fight is probably gonna be season six, like with the uh, Anakin oh. Obi Wan on Obadiah. Like, yeah, Obadiah. when he just like bodies both of them and then like kills the um uh, <laughs> the um what's his name? Uh God, the the Pike dude. Yes, just uh, marked him. Well, like it's it's our it's 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 nice showcase like what's to come. It is cool to see Obi Wan like lightsaber fight as Reiko, and it's like yes, oh, cool. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of just eh on it as a lightsaber duel. Like it's 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 there. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm. if you look at Reiko Hardin's face as Obi Wan, like he's scared. Like what what the hell is happening down there? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's very interesting. The way they shot it though is is, is incredible. Brendan, your thoughts? I. Yeah, I want to add on to what Malik said, actually. So it's kind of kind of off topic, right? Do you guys remember when everyone was complaining about the spin in the Book of Boba Fett? Yes. Yeah. Obi-Wan and Anakin do this, just this extra, this super extra spin in that season six fight where they both twirl completely around and go, Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't want to hear anyone complain about that Book of Boba Fett spin (laughs) if you're not not ready to talk about that Anakin and Obi-Wan spin. Oh, yeah. So, like, what the hell? Every Anakin and Obi-Wan fight, I feel like, is a super, like, extra. Extra. (laughs) For no reason. Yep, nope, nope. It fits fits at least Anakin's character, because we all know Skywalker blood. It oh, fits. Yeah. It fits Obi Wan's character. They're, they're both very off. flamboyant. Yeah, <laughs> Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi himself. Yeah, I, I like Dooku's line too. He was like, "You are a worthy adversary, Obi Wan. Your apprentice, not so much." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> straight up. A little lacking. Like, well, yeah. well, it's interesting because he thinks so highly of Obi Wan, and this is even stated in the uh, Revenge, of the, Revenge of the Sith novelization, like in our monologue. He he wanted Palpatine to go after Obi Wan, not Anakin. Because yeah. he felt like Obi Wan would have been a, uh, a a much more worthy uh, ally than Anakin. Well, you even have an Attack of the Clones when he's basically telling like the whole yeah. thing about Palpatine to Obi Wan. He's like, "Come join me. We can let's let's go do some fun stuff." Oh yeah, absolutely. And the final question of the we arc. all knew that Obi Wan wanted to want to chime in on that fun. You know oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Especially with that mullet. Come on, he was literally having taken shots earlier. God, yeah. <laughs> mullet Obi Wan was a mistake. Char, go no. ahead and take the last question. So. All right, so the final question of this episode. So it is: How do you think the confrontation between Anakin and Dooku later foreshadows their battle in Revenge of the Sith? What do you think this battle told Dooku about Anakin? What do you think Palpatine learned about both of his apprentices from it? That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I think we see a lot more control from Anakin in the Revenge of the Sith fight versus this one. Like this one's much more like him going just absolute primal on on Dooku and just full dark side kind of energy going at him. Yeah. Whereas in the the Revenge of the Sith fight, it's very much more controlled and like him basically one-upping everything that Dooku's able to do and then Palpatine, you know, doing the do-it whole stuff and and chopping off Dooku's head. So I think um, he learns each time he fights Dooku how to kind of compose himself a little bit better to make him a better lightsaber fighter. Yeah. Can we just talk about how Harith is doing, like, the... The Palpatine jump. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I think it's this simple. Anakin's powers had not doubled yet. It's, there it's you go. Yeah. That's why Anakin Wait. lost this fight. I, I, I'm going to sit here and have the most. He was in the course on gym. Come on. 
<laughs> I honestly think this should have been the last duel between Anakin and Dooku in the Clone Wars. I think the season six fight is cool, but this feels like more of like you can see the progression from here to Revenge of the Sith. From yeah, from yeah, well you can see it from even a I, I think this this lightsaber fight has has a little bit of the uh it's 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 still the anger emotion driven attack of the clones. But there's, it's not as much. So he's learned. You see the progression from Attack of the Clones to this fight in particular in the in in the Clone Wars, and then you see it, um, obviously in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, to round it round it all out, Malik, your thoughts? Uh, for me, like it's very clear when Anakin starts. Like, I think he starts choking, like Dooku and Palpatine. Yes. Like, ah, I gotta hide the smile, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like it's very again. It's it, it's it's it literally is all one big foreshadow. You know, like he like again, he literally like Palpatine is like captured and like he's being held by the Magna Guards. He literally fights the Magna Guards like they do on the Invisible Hand as well. Um, it's 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 it, it is all one just big foreshadow for Revenge of the Sith. Uh, I do like the whole like Dooku says like ah oh, like Obi Wan, you're the one that's like a threat not anakin and anakin's the one who fucking kills him i'm freaking kills him my bad <laughs> no you i carking uh, kills him uh, <laughs> 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 but uh yeah no like it's 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 just dope again it is funny to see pa- uh, palpatine kind of like play the role to like, unhand me droid i was yeah. gonna mention that <laughs> yeah. yeah it was like a ahsoka in the sagirian Unhand me, you. Uh, what was Heathen. the word that she said? I little little off topic still on the episode. Like, can we? How I've noticed this. Cad Bane is referred to every like women woman character he's ever lady. met as little lady. Yeah, he calls Padme little lady. He calls Snoke a little lady. He calls Omega little lady. I'm like, oh. No, wait, didn't he also call Fennec Shan a little lady? Yes. I don't remember. Oh, does he? I oh. think so. Yeah. I was hoping they would call back to that in Book of Boba It's, it's like his version of Sweet Cheeks, just awful yes. in every way. <laughs> it literally oh, is. It literally is. Yeah, like he calls every woman he's ever met little lady. <laughs> little writer. Also, his know. outfit looked just like Cobb Vance to me. It just Cobb did. Cobb Vance. <laughs> uh, no, but it does. It, it does now that you think. Now that you say that. Now that I think about it. But yeah. Um, Char. That's it for the arc. Yeah, it's 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 you. That's me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, three interesting facts. All right. So the three interesting facts about this arc. I was I already ruined one. Intro, ready? Three interesting facts about a certain Clone Wars arc that you didn't know about until now. Part twenty-six, Obi-Wan Undercover Edition. Fact one: familiar outfits, but a different color. The robes of the Morning Senators are existing outfits, but colored in black. Amidala is wearing a dark version of her ambassadorial robes as seen in the previous episode that we covered, A Friend in Need. Satine is wearing her Senate gown, but in black. Mon Mothma's dress is sourced from the same white one that she had worn previously. Fact 2. A change in the element of the box. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster, in a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. We made USAA insurance to help you save. 
Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at usaa.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Water, not gas, was supposed to fill the chamber in the first challenge. As what Dave Filoni said, at the point when we wrote this story, which was the same group of stories as ARC Troopers, we had yet to solve water, explains Dave Filoni. Thus, the water idea was dropped in favor of gas. Even though the team would eventually solve for water, the constrained FX budget was for the box was um, necessitated sticking with dioxys gas. Um, And then fact three, the intentions of Count Dooku. At the end of the box, um, the outcome of this episode illuminates, or the I would say the end of uh, the Crisis on Naboo episode. The outcome of this episode illuminates the intent and reality of the box. Dooku's plan was never about getting bounty hunters to successfully kidnap the Chancellor. It was about diverting the Jedi from his real kidnapping attempt. That means Dooku suspected a Jedi would infiltrate his conspiracy, and the box exercise was about flushing that Jedi out which is why Dooku took such interest in Reiko Hardeen's abilities and actions. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about the Obi-Wan undercover arc. So, I scrapped, I also scrapped the, the Saboba one, but Saboba, what it said on it was um, that Saboba was signing autographs at Saturday at 10 a.m. So, Also, I was going <laughs> to say, did you notice that the, in the final episode when uh, Cad Bane and like, like had their scrap that there was like a thing in the background apparently that was supposed to where they originally supposed to have their fight but the animators fucked up and accidentally put it outside so they modeled the entire inside of that building for nothing oh nice <laughs> nice nice seems like a seems like a clone wars type of thing I think another thing i heard is that like the two the two ships that they actually look at when they're on um uh Nalhada is like one is actually modeled after the hound's tooth bosque ship and the other one is modeled after one of lando's luxury ships Nice. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, one thing, I have one thing ahead. real quick. So, with Mon Mothma being at Obi Wan's funeral, why? What relationship does Mon Mothma have to Obi Wan to where she would be at his funeral? Just being part of the Senate. She's Mon Mothma, and it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I guess that's always a solid answer. But like, I would love to hear like. Why they chose Mon Mothma in particular? Mm. Well, maybe she got some Bothan spies to give her some information about a funeral that she had to attend. You know, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Many Bothans died. She, I don't understand, but like the here's real the rogue thing. too. Here's the uh, here's the other thing. I don't understand why people get that mixed up. Like why they think that line is in A New Hope and not in Return of the Jedi. It, it it's just that's so weird. Well, remember, like it, it just kind of happens. Like people, like you know, I like no, like like people think the Vader says Luke, I am father. He just says no, I am your father again. It's just like yeah. when something is popular stuff just gets misremembered. Well, there you go. There's the underlining <laughs> that mean, comes out and I, says it. I know. I know. I have. I had a funnier entire meaning. Like imagine Padme and Satine are there, are like actually supporting it. Mom Moth is just there because they want to support Padme and Satine. They're like, can we just go to the bar afterwards? Why are we yeah, still here? Yeah. Brooke, what? Brooke, what they? F- <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, but it is that time now. Uh, the episode rankings. Uh, everybody's kind of. Uh, Todd is new on screen, but he has seen this process process before. Um, uh, Youngling Bad, Padawan, okay, Jedi Knight, good, uh, Jedi Master, great, Grandmaster, Chef's Kiss. And we are on, I think we've had four Grandmasters. 
and yes, two of them, we, I think uh, we've had, had two in a row. Um, yeah, it was um, the Padme arc, and it was Mortis, and then we had Umbara uh, and Zygerian Slavers. No, Citadel wasn't it? Uh, Zygerian yeah, Slavers and yep. um, uh, Umbara. Yeah, yeah Zygerian Slavers goaded. Yep. So, uh, Todd, you are the 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 uh, new guest. So, what is your ranking? Uh, I'd probably give this a Jedi Master. Like, I really enjoy this arc, especially because I'm a big bounty hunter fan. So, just anytime they introduce more bounty hunters, I'm always for it. And the whole aspect that it's Palpatine playing Anakin and and really kind of digging his nails even deeper into Anakin, I think is is a really cool aspect to this whole arc. And pushes Anakin's character forward to where we see him in Revenge of the Sith. Yep. Malik? Uh, for me, it's, I'm going to give it a Grandmaster. I, like, a, a blemished Grandmaster. I still take issue that Satine doesn't get anything but a brief appearance. Like, that is, like, the, like, just, like, it's, it's annoying. It's, it's, I just, I wish she had something, but, like, other than that, like, I, this is one of my favorite arcs of all Clone Wars. I used to rewatch this arc constantly back when Clone Wars was on Netflix. I, like, yes. remember those days. Um, and it was just, like, it, it, I just, I watch all the time. I, I love this arc so much. I, I also, I love seeing the Bounty Hunters as well, seeing Boba Fett. It added so much more dimensions to like Anakin's character, like Revenge of the Sith, and how like he actually does become, you know, Jedi, with the Jedi all the core, fo- all the cool foreshadows, seeing Nal Hutta, seeing yeah. like all these. It's it was it was so dope. I, I I love this arc so much. It's one of my favorite. It's it's up there as it probably it might be my favorite arc. I I yeah I, I generally do love this arc. Uh, Brandon. So this is one of those episodes that I show when I'm showing people Clone Wars for the first time. This is one of the arcs I first come to. This is a grandmaster. This is one of the best arcs, if not, it's definitely at least a top five arc in of the entire series. S tier grandmaster, whatever you want to call it, it's great. Okay, Harris, I'm gonna continue the trend. Grandmaster, top five arc, amazing. <laughs> Harris, uh, I'm not Harris, but Char. Sorry, I got distracted. There's a storm going out over there. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I will give this a Grandmaster, uh, just because of the bounty hunter. <coughs> Excuse me, the bounty hunter part of the episode. I really enjoyed the box episode. Morala Evolve was great. I loved how Dooku was behind the scenes doing everything. And uh, <clears throat> sorry, I'm losing my voice right now. I don't know why. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey killed you. Gilbert, yeah, yeah, Gilbert. Gilbert hey, Godfrey. Hey. There's always a caveat to all good things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I give it a Grandmaster, 100%. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Grandmaster as well. I think it's a well-done arc. You get to see everything just like everybody else said. So, But uh go, Luke, this is not this is not count for a one of those one no, of those. No, it, it would have to be 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 so this would be So this would end up being a Jedi Master, which isn't bad. <laughs> but you know, I've never, I've never had all the rest of the guests tag up. Tag, just go ahead and rip. A He's party. a new guy. Leave him alone. <laughs> Give it a grandmaster. Make the sweep happen. Come on. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. Shut up. Peer He's pressure. new. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll bump it up in the name of the sweep. All right. What does chat think? Can chat be the deciding factor? Chat, do uh, y- give me your guys' thoughts. Uh, if we have more grandmasters, we will make it a clean sweep. Brooks' vote doesn't count. She likes mullet Obi Wan. Uh, <laughs> not exclude any votes. No, Brooks, Brooks count. Brooks count. Yeah, Brooks, Brooks count. Uh, but quickly, we are going to go 
to uh, uh, the news from the Hollow Net. Okay, obviously we've been talking about Brotherhood, like mentioning Brotherhood. Um, if you have not read the book, we're going to try to keep it as spoiler-free as possible. Um, some of us... I, I, I am the only one on the panel that has read it all the way through, which should not surprise anybody. Um, but um, what, what has been everybody's thoughts on the book so far from where you're at? I love this book. <laughs> oh, I love it too. So far, I'm on chapter 30, and I'm just loving the way the direction is going, especially with Obi-Wan's character, because this book is essentially Obi-Wan featuring Anakin Skywalker, and I love this so much. This, yeah. this, this feels a lot like Dark Disciple did for me, where this would be like a perfect mm-hmm. thing that would just fit in with the Clone Wars arc. Ooh, now, yeah. now I'm really excited because Dark Disciple is a god-tier book. Ooh, now it, really is, it is. Uh, Malik, I, when I... I would not put it up with Dark Disciple so far. So okay. far. I, I hey, hey whole... make that claim when you when you finish the book. You know, <laughs> I will. I will. Well, well, Todd I, hasn't I'm finished the book either. The verdict is still out, okay? Uh, yeah, but I, it's, I, it's I, good so far, but is it Dark Disciple? That's, that's Dark Disciple is, is really good. I will say, I will say, being the only one that has finished it, it is the best canon book that I have I have read. Wow, that, that's a bold mm. statement. It's no, not, hey, that, no, yeah. no bias in there. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm totally. saying, like, okay, Luke, that's the top Lost Stars. That's it's, it's, the top yeah, Rising that's, Storm. Yes, that's the top. Yes. That's the top. Claudia Gray's body of yes. work alone. Like, yes. Nah. Yes, it does. It does. Uh-huh. The way the way Mike Chen writes Anakin and Obi Wan. Yes, it's lesser better evil. than lesser. Anything is better than fucking Thrawn. <laughs> you goddamn pieces of shit. Thrawn is not that good. Okay? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Thrawn is that good. No, he's not. It's not. It's a better Yes, it is better than Fallen Star. Get out y'all of here. To, y'all need to finish it before we, we even. It's like, not, but be- it's not better than Canto Bikes. That's Catpin Shaklop. <laughs> and I got, and like, you can't beat Catpin Shaklop. It's just not That's how it works. About. It's uh, okay, not I'm, better than the Bible. Uh, okay, Alanis, uh, uh, not I, a Kyber, I, I, not a Kyber, who is one of the biggest Thrawn stands, has said she agrees with me that, and it kills her to agree with me. That this book is the best book that she has read. She's just wait, Harris. Did you say that the lesser evil is the is the Bible? Yes, I called it. The <laughs> it literally, it literally, literally has Jesus on it. <laughs> what, are <you> <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Space Jesus that trumps everything. No, this is this is the ascendancy Bible. Uh, that is just the normal Christian. Whatever. That's that's Bible. the that's the Bible <laughs> because it's big. We're yeah. talking about like, it's the Bible because it literally Jesus has Jesus it. on it. Yeah, if we want to look at the Bible, I think we should be looking at this. Fair enough. <laughs> that, 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 that is. All right, someone pull out the Origami Yoda book. No, I'm just, I, I'm just like all of the connections to different canon. Char will call this one a Bible. He's <laughs> 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 right not, there. I'm talking not, about. Not even. Just I see Boba canon. Fett and then a D tier character. Well, yeah, not even just canon. It's there's there's little legend mem- uh, references that have become canon now because of this book. There's so many good things in this book. The character development, the way we see Anakin progress as from what we see in Attack of the Clones 
to what we eventually see in the Clone Wars. Yeah, not even just as a and Jedi, but as a lover too. Well, yeah. Well, yes. No, seriously. Well, yeah. I was not ready for that in this book. No. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like the moment. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the moments. Like there's oh, beautiful that romance a elements in our Padme and Anakin speeder, in this book. Padme? What are we gonna yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Want to like, go for it, a ride? No, this is <laughs> racing. Blank Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> literally. literally. But... Yeah, Malik. I was about to say, like, it can't top, like, fall High Republic because it doesn't get horny. I'm like, I stand corrected. Whoa. Oh, dude. Oh, no. Padme's going dude. to the horny jail. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm telling you. Malik. Malik. Uh, uh, you go, go get this book and you... I you need to talk to me when you get to like a certain points and you just have to message me and we I will talk about it with you. Because oh. this this is literally my favorite. Like it, it, yes, it's Anakin and Obi-Wan. Those are my two favorite characters. But like the way he writes them is better than they have ever been written in anything. He uh he, he, he encapsulates everything of those two characters. He said he consulted EK Johnson to have it yes. matched up with um Queen's Hope, right? Yes, yeah. so consulted uh, Adam yes. Christopher and uh, Kristen White for Padawan. So and he um, also and I and I think he also reached out to Matthew Stover. Correct, because he's also in the acknowledgments. Yes. Yeah. So Malik, when I say that Anakin progresses as a lover, I was not lying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he's not well, lying. Also, okay. Malik, I know you always like start your books with the crawl. This one start with the Clone Wars theme. It will hit. Different. Oh yeah, that's that's. I'm so like yeah. And here, I still got to do that thing for you. So. Yeah. For 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 content, one thing I like True. to do is that like if I feel like the music like uh, fits, I'll always I'll always play like, the Star Wars opening crawl theme when I start a Star Wars book like on a Spotify or something to like match up. But like I also do like certain like scenes like for Dark Disciple for like the ending scene, I played Han and Leia's theme, Brendan, and that hurt <laughs> like, oh, a lot. Oh god! <laughs> oh my god! Damn! Like I I would play like. I would play oh, like no. sinister. I played like sinister, like villain music whenever I had like Marky on row monologuing to fit as well. It just added so much to it. No, yeah, absolutely. I I'm I cannot gush about this fucking book enough. Like I can't I can't hype it up more. Like I was already I was already prepared to give it to give its due, and it and it blew my expectations away. All right, it's I'll, so damn good. I'll pick it up tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm telling you, I I. And anybody who wants to talk about it, reach out to me. I will fucking talk about it for hours. Um, but uh, we also got Obi-Wan Kenobi. They've started the press tour. It started in uh, Germany yesterday. We've heard a lot of good things and a lot of things from Ewan about how it's 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 nice now to see the appreciation for the films, the prequel films in particular. How does everybody feel about that? I, I, I really, really... I, the, the thing that got to me is that he finally is recognizing the work that they did. And, and, and he... He realizes now that it wasn't made for the people that were the critics. They were made for the people that are now older. They were made for us, guys. Right here. Whoa. Right here in this podcast. And yeah. so I watched that clip this morning and I got emotional. I'm not I'm not even gonna hide it. I got emotional hearing that. I'm like, wow. Wow. I, I just little I tear. Really, I just I really hope we don't have to wait like twenty years for like to hear that from like Daisy Ridley or like Foyega. Yeah. No, I was about to say that was the hypocrisy of the Star Wars fandom right now. It's because yeah. all we needed was a 15-year stretch 
where the prequels are loved. And then when we say that the sequels will get loved in that same amount of time, everyone's like, no, no way. That, that'll that never happen. Oh, <laughs> but it's yeah, it's happening right. right now with that trilogy. It's yeah, like it really is. Also, there was a great tweet quote tweet from that original video saying Star Wars is generational. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster. In a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. Yeah, it is. Absolutely it is. Todd. For some people. For most people, I guess. Todd, your thoughts? I I love seeing all the the positivity that the cast has around it. I think back to Celebration 2019 when they brought Ahmed Best out for the Phantom Mass 20th anniversary panel. (laughs) It was the same, like everybody just cheering, standing ovation. So for them to finally get that love that they didn't really get when these movies came out 20 plus years ago, uh, it's it's nice to see that they can have a better relationship with stars because when the cast enjoys enjoys Star Wars and enjoys the fandom and enjoys interacting, then everybody's better off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, real quick before we end, Ahsoka did start production, and it w- and Rosario Dawson's birthday was today or yesterday? I think it was no, yesterday. it started. No, it started. I think her birthday was on the day they were filming. The yeah, okay. they, they so made the announcement been... was her birthday. Okay, so so they she just posted a Instagram story of her in Ahsoka makeup. So that gets me really excited. May 9th. Yeah, so right when they started uh, filming. Isn't it, we are about to see like we are going to see Ahsoka Tano yeah. interact with Anakin Skywalker in live and, action like and, holy hell well no Malik and possibly Obi Wan oh you think you might show up in that too don't forget about you and you and uh, shut up about Thrawn <laughs> <laughs> where Thrawn. is he get out of here no he, he can't find his own way out of the unknown regions what a loser he's enjoying L- life L- at the ascendancy L- just, just ratio, call an uber thron just call an uber L- let him, he's enjoying life in the ascendancy let him anyway, enjoy his life anyway anyway um no i i don't think ewan's done i think ewan will will see he'll show up in bits and pieces of things um it just makes sense to me because why why not you obviously Anakin with the emotional uh, attachment is, but like it's also the kind of the same for uh, Obi Wan as well to show up. And here you know? I am. Here I am, just asking for a live action Kane and Jarrus, but you know. <laughs> you know what? I'm right here. I'm right there with you. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, Freddie. Like I know you're trying to start your wrestling promotion, but come on, <laughs> come on, come on. No, oh, yeah, do it. Um, uh, also, do we do we think we're going to get Rosario Dawson at Celebration? Do you think Thursday no. she'll show up? I can see her coming during the um, Lucasfilm showcase as long as they're not like they're in the middle of production. So I could see them not wanting to take her away, but also I don't know. She sure. could also do like a video thing like, hey, guys, yeah. like, yeah, like we're on on set right now. Just wanted to say hi. <laughs> no, yeah. I just maybe that's why. Actually, all right. I solidly do not think he's coming on or she, yeah, she's coming on. Because Hayden's not coming on, Hayden will also be filming for Ahsoka, right? Mm. 
I they're bringing him that he's he'll he'll be back. He'll he'll be at Salt. They haven't announced it though. He yeah, won't be as like, a guest I, doing autos and photos, I bet, because they said I think Rupert Friend's the last guest that they announced, and they said like this is the final guest being announced. But I could see him showing up for the Kenobi press just because they'll be doing press for the show. Quizzy, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll be, I I would love for him to come on. No, I'm not trying to like Hayden stay away. I want Hayden to be there. I just don't think he will be. Yeah, I I think I I think he will be. And uh, hot take, uh, everybody's gonna hate me after I say this. We're getting a Vader series. I we don't need one. Why? We don't need one. We don't we're need one. I would we got like six one. movies and a bunch of comics. Yeah. Six movies, a seven season TV show. No, we need more guys. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's so a, it's... The, take the comic series and adapt it to a, a animated series. But that's just more work. <laughs> more work. No, but listen, listen. We we are on, we are in a very small percentage of Star Wars fans that actually read and read the comics and read the books. Most Star Wars fans are never going to hear or see these stories unless they're <laughs> going to be watching Star Wars uh, theory or Star Wars explained or whatever YouTuber you want to say. You know, like most fans are never going to hear of these stories. And so, if we were to bring these to animated or live action shows or movies, like take take uh. Take Most Wanted. You could make that into a, a standalone series. You know, you could take, um, you could take uh, a New Dawn from. You can make that a Rebels animated movie. You know, there's so much potential with the Star Wars books and comics. Like was it, I, I keep on saying it. Yeah, but there, like strictly Vader, that's that's a bit much. What what wasn't but there? Here, like, here. Hear me out. Hear me out. So the Vader comic in 2015 runs with uh, this comic right here, same time mm. period. You could run this comic, the Vader is, comic, is that, is that, and the Doctor Afra comic. No, this is the Star Wars twenty fifteen line. That's the oh, I, okay. I couldn't tell. At Marvel, no. yeah. This is the first five volumes of it. But okay. um, so you could run a TV show that spans those three comics and put them all into one thing because they all intersect with each other anyway. You know, <laughs> it would. I would like, love you to would see Doctor Afra for sure. I think that. Was, yeah. I think that's where you could get Vader the most. Yeah, that's not it's in and also more Santo. Yeah, more Santo. I dude, two of my favorite characters on screen together. Fuck yes, sign me up. You can't I'm tell bad. me this wouldn't be awesome to see an animated Vader and Luke meet for the first time ever. You know, yeah, the first well, time Luke and Boba meet. You know, yeah, the first yeah. time Vader finds out that Luke's his son. We like most fans will never hear moments. that story. You yeah, know, those are huge I feel moments. like that's too big for just normal fans just to miss out on. I get that, but I also do, I don't know, like, it's, I, I think that takes it away, like, I don't know, I like the fact that, like, that they are in the book, you know, that I can go to the book mm-hmm. and experience them, you know, like, I, 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 not everything needs an adaptation, you know, like, we can just, like, like, oh, cool, that part's in the book, and it feels special, because I put the effort for the book, you know, that like, makes it's, sense. I get that, Malay. yeah, and and a lot sure, of the yeah. things is, like, I just, I just don't want it to be hand-fed on a screen, you know, it's just, like, the, the book experience is fun, and there's just uh-huh. some things that just are just better off staying in a book. And I mean, that's fair. yes and no. I don't think you want to adapt every single Star Wars book, right? But I think there are some that would make better movies and TV shows than others. Oh yeah, like uh, like the High Republic, like would be amazing. Like, yeah, like they why should would you do. A High I Republic? agree. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I think, I think we're gonna get that. Like that's that's the biggest misconception well. about just casual fans that they just don't understand what the High Republic is all about. Like. <laughs> 
Like, why, why make a Vader series when you can have a story about the High Republic? Yeah, That's I mean, I think we're getting with the Alkalite, right? And the Jedi. Alkalite, I think, is it actually after the, a little bit after the era of the no, High Republic? It's, it's no, it's the tail end. It's the very end of the High Republic. Okay, yep. so it's like yep. 80 something BBY. Yeah, okay. It, no, I think it's 50 BBY. If it's 50, but... then it's. And the it's it's that the that's the end of the High Republic. High Republic is at the as eighty two BBY. Well, then whatever it's it's in between. So it's around the same time period as Dooku Jedi Lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. All right, guys, that is going to be an episode. Actually, it is not it, Luke. You forgot about something very major today. So EA has released oh yeah sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Not not no no no. Not officially. This this is a a rumor. Rumor. But the person that reported was very like not very like. There's a rumor. There's a lot of credibility to it. (laughs) There's there's a rumor. Okay. Well, let's just say this. So the Fallen Order has a sequel called Jedi Survivor. Um and that just got me going. <laughs> I was just Prince Brooke to like just like come like instantly to say it's it like that's it. Mm-hmm. Luke's like yeah, but let's go yes, on Reddit. The, it's called stuff. Jedi Survivor. I'm excited. <laughs> to, I'm excited to see if maybe it has a little bit of a time jump in the story, or is it going to be directly after Fallen Order? Like, is it going to take place during the time of the Kenobi show? Maybe Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. I want to fight Maul as Cal. We have to see how he lost and how he stranded on Dath on Ma. Not Dath. Um, uh, Malakor. Now, like he had to have lost. He he fell hard somehow. Where did he get that broken Inquisitor lightsaber? Like, come on. Like, well, yeah, the, there's true. a story there. It's in Maul's character to lose to people, so of course you would lose to Cal. Come on. And not just anyone. Padawan <laughs> as well, or people who yep. didn't get past Padawan. <laughs> It's not about the Don't do that, bro. You, you know, you, uh, it's got to be about them. It's got to well, be about them. Didn't Ewan McGregor say in an interview that Fallen Order 2 and Kenobi are connected? No, well, he just said, he, no, he said he, Fallen he, Order, like the first yeah. game. Yeah, okay, games, I saw reports. Deborah Chow, too, he said, he literally said Deborah Chow does a great job with keeping the canon stuff in line for them when they're doing certain scenes. And the connective tissue to Fallen Order and Kenobi is the Inquisitorius. This is yeah, when you just bring back like a bigger Ogdo Bogdo. <laughs> like <laughs> that's, like yeah. he's he's behind. He's what takes out Maul from Crimson Dawn. Oh Jesus! All right, <laughs> Ogdo well, Bogdo dethrones Crimson Dawn. Also, so, here's oh here's why I think Ked Pinchot might show up in Fallen Order, like two or like uh, Survivor. <laughs> oh man, Ogdo All Bogdo right. gives free coaxium. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. So, looking at Reddit, by the way, like I said, I was oh, Bespin Bulletin. Bespin Bulletin made a comment on the Jedi Fallen Order leaked uh, thing. They said, "Yes, this is true." As I mentioned in a previous thread, I was not at liberty to share this title, but I've been dropping hints on podcasts telling people to think of Beyonce and Destiny's Child due to her single "Survivor." Huh. So well, if Bespin Bulletin okay. said they knew about this and they were not privy right. to share this information. So I, I Bespin Bolton's like one of those sources I really trust. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Well, we're, we're not, we didn't break it. If it's a, if it's, if it is indeed a rumor, we're going back to it was a rumor and we're not going <laughs> to, we're not going to get caught into the, yeah, if it's uh, a rumor, right. we're going to retract. Yeah. We're going to retract. We're, we're going to retract that. We're going to keep. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep. Uh, uh, we're gonna keep. 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 We're gon
Yeah, possibly. I, I hope. Mean, it's, not, it's not on the schedule. Time, I have been so starved for Star Wars video games, man. Like, I yeah. I love Battlefront 2. Huh? We just got Lego Star Wars. I was never a big Lego guy. Like, I played them here and there, but I was never big. I didn't pick it up either, too. Yeah, I might okay. pick it up. Fair like, I'm, like, I'm playing with stuff like, like I've, I've been playing Battlefront 2 since, like, 2017, nonstop. <laughs> and now, yeah, and so now it's like, oh, my God, we're getting the first-person shooter, the real-time strategy game, the friggin', uh, the Uncharted one. Um, the, a yeah, real-time oh. strategy game? You're kidding me. Like, yeah, like are we talking, was, like, Galactic? Are we talking, like, Empire of War? They said that it was the three they announced with um, uh, Respawn. They said we're getting that first-person shooter, uh, the Jedi sequel and a, and a strategy game. I hope it's a real-time strategy. I I I really mess with. I think they said strategy. it was an RTS game. Yeah, like Empire at War, Galactic Battlegrounds, Warcraft Three. I can't tell you how many hours I've poured into. Hey, Actually, I, I can't. Let's just go I, on Steam. I, I can't wait to hear from all the insufferable Thrawn fans about how they're gonna kick. Like uh, I've yeah. already seen through you. <laughs> I've got you. <laughs> I've studied your art and your battle tactics. I can kill you right now. Anyway. I, all right y'all. oh that's so embarrassing i have nice. over 700 hours in empire at war uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice all Six right guys that no, is no my... force unleashed three no get that billion dollar garbage heap out of here why make billions when you can make millions uh, uh <laughs> so that's gonna be it uh let's start with todd where can the good people follow you yeah so the good people can find me twitter instagram tiktok todd knows best it's the nose like the one on your face and then also talking star wars on a podcast that i co-host called the black squadron podcast and all the socials for that are black squadron podcast dude gotta go check it out go check them out uh for the second uh podcast host malik Hi, yes, uh, I'm the Jedi Smart on TikTok. You can find me on TikTok at the Jedi Smart. I think it's at Jedi underscore Smart. I forgot how many underscores I put in there. Um, you can find my podcast, Hot's Podcast. Can't talk. the podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, in beneath the couch cushion where you find that one Cheeto that you remember eating, but you think maybe should I eat this? No, it's gross. That's where you'll find Hot's a podcast down there. Uh, and, and you know, I'm also on Twitter, the Jedi Smart. But yeah, we actually just did our um our uh, our Doctor Strange episode. And we called it Multiverse of Cream. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, um, yes, please go check us out. And thank you so much for having me on this episode again. I think all of our hosts here have a podcast. We, we all do. <laughs> we do. And you get a podcast, and you get a podcast, <laughs> and you get a podcast. Oh, you, everyone. Now you know you're a, a Star Wars fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brendan, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? You guys can find me on Instagram at CloudCityPod, and then I have a link tree there. You can find whatever else you want um, from there. But I host the podcast Cloud City Conversations, podcast all about our love for Star Wars. All forms of Star Wars fans are welcome. And you guys can check out my interviews. I've done a lot of interviews. You guys can check out. I've interviewed Chris Bartlett, who was an actor on The Mandalorian. I've interviewed uh, YouTubers like Wolf 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 and As a True. Um, you name it. I've got 41 episodes of go. different interviews. So go check it out. There you go. Nice. And Harris, round us out. 
Uh, you can find me at Harris Productions on TikTok, Harris on Twitter, and um, YouTube at Dave Fly Now Show every Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We talk about random different topics of Star Wars because why not podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Char, where can the good people follow you? Good people, you can find me on TikTok at CharCharJ, as spelled right here. And you can find me here every Thursday night at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time as we cover our Clone Wars rewatch. And also... Trivia tournament. Yes, every 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 other week you will find our trivia tournaments. We are going into the finals, yeah. the final matchup yeah. of brackets. Yeah, uh, semifinals are. It will be Man- <clears throat> It'll be Mandalorian versus Whoa. Element Seven. Ah, you took the element of surprise there, pal. Element of what I want you to do is forget about that. Mind <laughs> <laughs> you didn't forget. You will forget. Anything. That's okay. We will leave it up to uh to long long podcast. Uh, you can find me at the uh, Pod Ones Podcast on TikTok, Pod One the Pod Ones Pod on Instagram, and at Pod Ones Podcast on Twitter. Uh, you see, we, Luke, see, we see what you did when you made me talk about the trivia tournament. This is all your fault. We, that, fine, whatever. <laughs> uh, so if you are, safe. so if the final, the final uh, match, I will not be in the same area. You guys will have to check that out in we're two doing, weeks. <laughs> we're doing, yeah, in two weeks, uh, we're doing something fun for the final. Uh, I'm really, really excited for you guys to see it. Uh, but uh, as always, for light and for life, we are all the Republic, and may the Force be with you. Always. See you guys. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA Safe Pilot, you'll feel like a big deal, even in a traffic jam. Save up to thirty percent with USAA Safe Pilot. Restrictions apply. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply.